Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Everybody and welcome to episode 65 of Ready Player 2. We didn't get enough E of the 3s in last time, so we're going to f- can get some more E3s in this time, because it was just butt-tons of it. But before we do that, I'm going to say hi to everybody. Um, we've got the same people to say hi to this week as we did last week, because somehow we've managed to organise ourselves so that we're ending up with, with the exact same lineup. And I'm not really sure how this has happened. I think possibly the planets are in alignment or something. But... We have me. I'm Rich. Sorry, I'm going to ramble. We have Lewis. Say hi, Lewis. Hello, I am El Presidente. Uh, we have Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, they haven't got rid of me yet. What? What's, what's happening? Uh, El, say hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... Hi. <laughs> How are we all doing? Are we feeling pretty good? We are now. Are we feeling a little bit better? Much better. Oh, this has been an overwhelmingly positive week for Britain, and I think we can all say that we're on a massive high note at the moment. <sighs> are we right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we're all feeling very positive. Yay. Uh, I think Lewis, Lewis is, is so happy about it that he's decided to become a dictator. Yes. Apparently. <laughs> right, I've played almost bugger all this week, so we're going to jump in uh, with you guys very quickly saying what you've played, and then we're going to jump into the rest of the E3 stuff that we've got to talk about, even though by now, when you're listening to this podcast, it probably happened about six months ago and nobody cares anymore. So, has anybody played anything amazing in the last week since we've podcasted? Yes. Have you really? Is That sounds like a big lot. Uh, is it a lie? I have actually played something interesting. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> you go first because nobody believes Lee has. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lewis, what I you have played a shitload of Tropico Five, so, and actually becoming a dictator, and actually becoming a dictator. Are you good at being a dictator? No. Neither <laughs> are most of them. So I think you're all right. You're in good company. No. Um, <laughs> I either get voted out. Right. I didn't think that was the point. As a dictator, I decide to give everyone democracy. <laughs> And then they go, ha, chump. <laughs> I was say, me out. As, as, as dictatorships go, that's like the, the primary fail, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Or I pretty much bankrupt my coffers, as it were, and my economy crumbles. And then I don't have any money to do anything. Oh. So, yeah, I, as, as a dictator goes, I'm not great. Well, technically, that could be seen as an achievement. Yeah, not when that's the whole point of the game. Yeah, good point. But, good point. Try and um, put it on your CV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not unsuccessful dictator. dictator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 
Tropico 5 is actually pretty good. It's just like a sandbox city building game. There, there's a campaign to it, but I've not played any of it. I've literally only played sandbox mode. So built up an island from the colonial era through to the modern age. And then to be fair, if you managed to get that far, you're doing all right. Yeah. So to progress into the modern era, you have to uh, either develop nuclear weapons or a space program. Okay. That's, is that the criteria for winning at dictatorships? Well, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> but but in other parts, like you, like you have to battle coups and all sorts pirates, rebel, pirates, yeah, rebellions. Now this is why you like it, and it's just yeah, it's really good. But I'm starting to get bored of it now because there's only so much that I can do. See, my I quite like stuff like this, and I like city builders and stuff, but it's one of those games I've never tried. I've never tried any of the Tropico games. It's it's worth giving it a try, Tropico 5 is anyway. I'll have to um, give it a go. Well, to be honest, after you spoke about this, I got a bit of an itch to play yeah. something similar, and we've been looking for a new game that we can all play <laughs> together, and the other night we were all, all feeling a little bit melancholic and thought we need something a bit slower so we can just chat and play. So, um, Not just melancholic, alcoholic as well. Both. There was a lot of icks going on. Yeah. And... Um, so yeah, we decided that we were going to go ahead and play a game, and it didn't pan out so well, did it? <laughs> yeah, the game was no. um, Civ Five, and the problem was spelling. The, no, the problem was silly. The problem was stupidity. <laughs> and I'm not saying that it wasn't my stupidity, but the problem was definitely stupidity. No, I think it was your sp- stupidity. It, no, well, no, because it wasn't just me, and it wasn't just Rich. I posted on Twitter about this, and I said, has anyone noticed that their Civ... Uh, Civilization Five has disappeared, and a couple of people replied back saying, "Oh yeah, I can't see it either." And then someone sent me a message saying, "Have a look under S." <laughs> <laughs> what? That's how you spell I... civilization. The worst part of this is we started looking. I was on forum posts, <laughs> and there was there's forum posts all over Steam going, "Why has Civilization Five disappeared from my my game library?" I've got all kinds. Of, I have got loads of DLC for it, and I have as well. I've got like all the gods and kings or whatever they call it, and he was editing any files and I was, all sorts. Yeah, I was. I was looking at registry going, entries. Um, this is mental. Me and Lewis both went into our transaction history for, <laughs> for all of our Steam purchases that we've ever made. This was a full twenty minutes of us searching for what's happened to this game. I was looking through bloody receipts, and uh, yeah, t- <laughs> so it, it turns out it's it's under Sid Meier's Civilization. So. Yeah. <laughs> Public service announcement for Ready Player Two. If you can't find Civilization Five on your Steam games library, it's under S. Because of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then we decided not to play it. And then we decided we so we long. Play it. Is Sid Meier still alive? I might send him a really angry email. <laughs> oh my God. How dare you put your name? I fully expect to have this issue if I go to play The Division or something. But I paid for it. <laughs> so that's something that one of us has played, and something that three of us haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody played anything else this week? Lee, you had something fictional that you wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about Far Cry Primal. Ah, oh, that's not fictional. That's amazing. Oh, actually, is it amazing? Yeah, I like it. It's okay. like a history lesson for you, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's actually... His... <laughs> Nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's, that's it. Uh, so, is it... It looks really cool. Is it actually as cool as it looks? It's... Uh, you know, I, I really like the Far Cry series. The um, the whole uh, open world adventure story driven RPG em up. Yeah. Um, it that that's the mix of games that really appeals to me. And I can't. I usually jump on all of them. I didn't play Blood Dragon yet, but I will. Well, it was bollocks. Good because so no, rubbish. No, it's not. I, yeah, I will be the judge of that. Yeah, you will be, and you'll, you'll agree with us. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and play it before next week, actually. I, I didn't play that one, but I've played uh, 2, 3, and 4 and um, various other bits and pieces. 
I always finish them and uh, I always really enjoy them and I always find them very immersive and something that I can just relax into. It's nothing too stressful. You can you find your play style and then settle into it. This one is a little bit different actually um, because they've they've kind of, in some ways, they've pared it down so that the weapon selection is a bit more simple because it's 12,000 years ago. There weren't any sniper rifles and what? rocket launchers. No, I'm there out. really weren't. I'm out. How can you, you can't spear jump? A stupid idea. <laughs> well, you probably could. It's called pole vault. Oh, okay. <laughs> Touche. But the rest of it is um, the aesthetics of the game is very Far Cry. It looks very Far Cry, but um, it's actually a bit browner than uh, the usual green fare of Far Cry. The big selling point on it, or the big draw on it, is the beast mastery. Um, that's the big shiny new thing in it that uh, makes up for the fact that you haven't got a very complicated weaponry. Although you can still upgrade your weapons and things in the same way as you could before. It's still got all the upgrade paths um, that, you ha- that you're used to before. But now you can tame beasts to fight alongside you and help you. Can you have multiple beasts at the same time? Um, well, you can't have multiple say multiple um fighting beasts at the same time you can you can get your presumably they they'd fight with each other (laughs) well if they weren't tamed they'd fight you surely (laughs) so i would hope that you can teach them not to i want i want a dodo army if i can't have a dodo army i'm out (laughs) is that why the dodos died (laughs) (laughs) ranging up and down going on you can take that mammoth illegal underground dodo fighting (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't wait i don't I don't know why they're calling that Sabretooth. It's, it's, it's not that scary. Go on, guys. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what they sounded like. I'm just that's exactly what they, they sound, sound like. like. penguins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so you, you start off with an owl, which uh, acts like your binoculars. Um, which How does that work? You cannot put your eyes in an in owl's far bum cry. and expect to see further. <laughs> exactly how it Do works. They've got big bumble. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a hollow owl. <laughs> That's I how they did pirates. it back in primeval days. <laughs> you just um, hollow it out. What's that over there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, you just hollow it out and put its head on and look through its eyes. <laughs> this is becoming a very different game. <laughs> Um, in Far Cry, you used your binoculars to uh, mark targets. So your owl, when you you whistle for your owl, and then you're flying it above the camp or whatever you're going to attack, and it will mark the targets for you. Okay. Uh, but it'll also, um, if you upgrade your owl, you can uh, make it dive bomb and attack. <laughs> the, the targets. Wait. explain not not you upgrade your owl with heat-seeking missiles (laughs) pretty much yeah just strap a a couple of fucking rockets to the side (laughs) 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 flight of the owleries oh my god (laughs) dive bombing dodos <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, all the other beasts—they um, all come with their own abilities, or um, that will aid you. So, for instance, the cave wolf automatically marks nearby enemies um, so if you get close enough to them. So they'll just pop up with a, like a red triangle above their head, like they do in Far Cry games. The leopard that I've got can stealth really well, so you can set it to attack someone, and the guy that's standing right next to him won't even notice. That's how stealth. I'll be is. honest, if I was stood next to Rich and a leopard attacked him, I'd probably notice. <laughs> Not if it was a really stealthy leopard. I mean, this <laughs> leopard is very stealthy. What the fuck was that? Rich, where have you gone? What's <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dodo! <laughs> <laughs> um, later What's that boy some... doing with that owl? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so later on, some of the uh, beasts are rideable, and you can ride like bears and uh, mammoths and stuff like that. Dodo roller skates? No. <laughs> I, <guess it's... laughs> I want that now, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst one I've come across I've killed all sorts of things but the worst damn beasts I've come across so far are the ones that annoyed me in 3 and 4 um, badgers there were no badgers in 3 or 4 honey badgers there weren't yes there were no wait were there oh there's certainly in 4 I can't remember I'm pretty sure they were in 3 as well I might be wrong I've been playing Far Cry 3 recently I've not seen a fucking badger anywhere uh, they're, they're, well they're bad enough in 4 but in this they're, they, they fight in packs and they'll come after you in broad daylight good grief and they're really I couldn't aggressive. Handle that. No, couldn't hack it. Can you actually have a pack of badges, though? You can have one. You can. I'm pretty sure you can only have one fighting animal at a time. That's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, that's rubbish. I'm saying I'm going to take this pack animal and train it so it fights solo. Well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, yeah, that's no good if a pack of honey badgers comes after you and you go, Get them! <laughs> and he's just starting <laughs> to be fair. I think I'm, I think I'm switching sides again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's got a good story going through it. There's no big baddie protagonist in this. I think it's... Um, more you are fighting for the survival of your tribe. You start off with your tribe, you know, not existing. You have to go and find the stragglers to put them back together. There's resource management in this. You can upgrade your your village by building better buildings and uh, and then upgrading them. Uh, you have to go off and find um, these characters to bring them back to your village to unlock other things like um, gathering and hunting and fighting. You know, to give you more skills to unlock. More of your skill tree, but yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, but I am missing my sniper rifle and both <laughs> and my gyrocopter as well. Basically, everything that made the other <laughs> games overpowered, yeah. you're missing. I think yeah. this is possibly what I'm, I'm pretty sure that if you upgrade your owl enough, you might be able to get fire eggs at people or something and carry like, me as well. Long distance. <laughs> the, there's some really nice touches in it though. Uh, there's there is um, something that does annoy me quite a lot. They've Ubisoft went to great pains to create a made-up language for this they um, consulted linguists um, to make a language that um, they deemed something that would be authentic um, to 12,000 years ago and so everything is in that dialogue um, and so it's all subtitled it it does add something to it I suppose but it it really gets annoying after a little while Um, (laughs) can you not set it set it to English no, this uh, is spoken dialogue. You know, um, the subtitles aren't in this language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Can you not say the dialogue to him? No. What did he say? Apparently, he said "ug ug." Al dodo duck. You talk about ug ug. I was coming up to a, a village on an island in, in a lake um, to take it over, and I'm sneaking around the outsides of this village, and I can hear this ug 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 noise going on. I think, oh, they've got Neanderthals in this. So it must, you know, it must be some sort of defense type character that they've got you know was it just two dodos having sex <laughs> no it was it was two cavemen having sex actually if they did more of that they wouldn't be in the situation they're in now would they <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it was it was uh, a caveman and a cavewoman having uh doing the dirty in a in a hut oh, they were actually <laughs> they were doing the actual dirty in the hut so i sneak up to the back of this hut thinking that that doesn't sound right um and then because i've got my cave wolf with me he marked these targets and then i could see their silhouette through the side of this hut <laughs> and it's well, it's quite authentic actually, and um, yeah, I killed them quite, quite quickly. authentic that you could see them through the side of the hut, like <laughs> <laughs> caveman X-ray vision pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's my hunting abilities. Don't you wow. <laughs> hunting abilities? Amazing. <laughs> oh, so yeah. how many women have you bashed over the head and dragged back to your village? Actually, as I took over this village, I. 
because it just might. Hang on, I thought I thought you were rescuing your village, not taking over another village. Yeah, no, you kill other villages as well that um, are in your way. In the same way as you did in the old Far Cry's, you have to take over villages. Um, to open up parts of the map. Right. Yeah, so when I took over this one, I'd marked off all the um, enemies in this village and then systematically killed them. And then only halfway through, I realised that some of them were women running running away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we laughing? I did <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, didn't stop me. I, um, <laughs> I, didn't, um, I didn't really find out what happens if you'd let them go. Or maybe I'll do that later. Oh, no, I don't want to hear. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. So what happens, right? I killed all the men in this village, and then and then I'll stop you. Yes. That's, it. That's the end of that entire conversation. So anyway, is it actually good? Because so far, from everything that you've said, you don't do much. You're just setting your fucking you know, paratrooper no, and stuff off. It's got all of the, um, the the story that you have to follow. You, you have the hallucinogenic trips that you go on with um, certain characters to um, to unlock certain parts of the story, uh, which is quite entertaining. Um, where you, you, know, you remember where you control certain things, like you, you'll go flying or you'll be a beast of some sort um, in Far Cry 4, I think it was. Yeah, you, had, you went on weird acid trips in yeah. Far Cry 3 as well. Yeah, it's such a long time ago. I haven't played that one for a while. There is a lot of good game here. It, I'm still quite early in it. I'm only about 10% in. And there's not enough opened up yet to make me think that, or to let me see the, the full extent of the game and the abilities that I'm going to have. I've still only just scratched the surface on my skill trees. But um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far, and I do really want to keep getting back to it every time I sit down. So yeah, I mm, see. That's good. I'm gonna have to. I will give it a go. I don't. I don't for a million milliseconds think that it's gonna be work on my PC. I googled it today. Will it work on my <sighs> PC? Yes. Get fucked. Will no. it? Yep. Well, I'm gonna play the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means I'm gonna have to steal your Ubisoft. I mean, buy it. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that's what you played. This. Have you played anything else this week? Uh, I have. But okay. uh, um, I've been playing some co-op with Lewis. Oh, what have you been playing? Uh, when you've not been about, we've been playing Saints Row the Third, which is oh, bang right on up the bleeding edge. Yeah, 2011, man. We played this a while ago. Lewis, is it, is it any good? Actually, it's a lot better than I was expecting. Mm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Didn't we? Pl- we played this for about five minutes about three years ago or something, didn't we? Yeah, it it gets a lot better. Right, okay. Once you start unlocking stuff and you start doing some of the activities and um, unlocking some of the weapons, which I think it helped us because we both got some sort of DLC pack that gives us massive and ridiculous weapons. Oh, right. The Sharkinator. The what? Yeah. The Sharkinator is excellent. You, you fire <laughs> a load of chum at your enemy and a shark, like Jaws 3 shark, comes up through the pavement and eats them. Okay. But your gun looks like a blunderbuss. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. That was ridiculous. Okay. I think I've got this. I'm almost 100% positive I've got this. In you fact, have. It's, it was in the Humble Bundle that we got. Oh, was it? Oh, mm-hmm. brilliant. I, do you know, I've got so many games from Humble Bundles and absolutely no idea about any of them. Right. Okay. L. in one word or less, have you played any games this week? No. So, E3. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yay! <laughs> Should we have the shortest of short breaks before we come into the E3 stuff? That'd be good. Let's yep. do the shorty break thing. We'll be back very shortly where we will talk about stuff that you uh, already saw a month and a half ago. See you in a bit. You've been Back to the Future of the Movies. Now go there on your NES in Back to 
the Future 2 and 3, a double mission to save the future. LJN, Back to the Future 2 and 3. Get it while there's still time. Right, we're back. We're going to talk about very serious E3 things. Has anybody got some very serious E3 things that weren't game-related that they would like to bring up before we launch into the games that were announced on the uh, on the two remaining conferences that we have yet to speak about? I think we covered it last time, all the um, hardware stuff. I think we possibly Wait, did. Wait, there's an important thing. Okay. If you're going to make, like, cool effects on the floor... You know, those cool <laughs> light effects. Don't invite don't Hideo Kojima because he will fucking ruin them. Why? What's happened? Did you not see him walking I down know. the light bridge? No. Yeah, he fucked what? up. What he happened? F- <laughs> so the light bridge is coming down and you know that cool effect with like a bridge makes itself up in front of you as you're walking along it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just walked off into space. <laughs> we're just like just ignored you it. had one job one fucking wow. job fucking wow. too cool when you fail at path you know, <laughs> the, I haven't seen this this has got to be all over the internet now surely he just he gives no shits and that's why I like him he just what does he fall well no because it's a light bridge it's an effect bridge it's not like they're just going to shove him onto this <laughs> oh, self assimilating really bridge like high up or and then Maybe drop above the him into the abyss no oh, that's very do you imagine the fucking headache health and safety would give people <laughs> put a harness on him put a harness on him <laughs> you just killed Hideo Kojima <laughs> oh, that would be amazing right okay so <laughs> so other than him just ignoring the fact that they've put a walkway there uh, nothing else to talk about, so let's go into... Well, I'm sure there is fucking tons of stuff to talk about, but we're going to go into... the U- Is this the Ubisoft conference? Is this the next thing we're going to talk about? Yes. You can tell how planned I am. So, okay, the first game in the lineup of games that... Or big games that Ubisoft announced this year is Just Dance 2017. Now, I can't talk about this because I give almost zero shits. Does anybody give any shits? Probably yes, less than lots that. of. Okay, you, you explain the shits. Uh, it's another Just Dance game. Well, you're really selling it. But what <laughs> what we need to mention, or what we need to talk about. So if you didn't watch it, Aisha Tyler, who's better known as uh, Lana Kane from Archer, hosted the uh, Ubisoft presentation again this year. Oh, that's who she is. Oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah. How big are her hands? Mm-hmm. Uh, relatively normal size. Damn but it. she's huge. <laughs> Yeah, 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 she's a behemoth. So the show opened with lots of people dancing to the dust, Just Dance music and some other mixes. and All dressed up in... Uh, yeah, so there were people dressed up as the sun and jesters and characters from the game. It was a bit uh, uncomfortable. Giraffes. Yeah, well, it then goes, to, goes on to be a bit uncomfortable because Aisha Tyler brings everyone in and... and they they all get a bit serious for a moment and they say they start talking about the Orlando shootings and how they off uh, Ubisoft and everyone in the teams uh, offer their sin- sincere condolences. As she's saying this, there's a guy dressed as a giant giraffe kneeling down next to her, nodding solemnly. Now I'm sorry, but I can't take anyone seriously <laughs> when there's a giant fucking giraffe <laughs> nodding. <laughs> <laughs> oh god we shouldn't laugh but he yeah, was but nodding was... his head in agreement without realising that the great big giraffe that's on top of his head was nodding yeah. away like oh my word and I just thought like 
I know the sentiment is there, but... These were not the costumes to be delivering this message. No. No, perhaps Giraffe Man should have been stood somewhere near the back. <laughs> well, you'd still <laughs> be still able to see him. him. Not, not in camera view. <laughs> oh, my word. But yeah, Just Dance 2017. Um, they didn't actually show anything from what I could tell. Um, it was just a, yeah, we've got Just Dance. Here's all these dancers and a nodding giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> By our game. Right then, Ghost Recon Wildlands. They showed quite a lot of gameplay. They showed, um, I think it was an entire level where you uh, chop and change between different characters or they showed the viewpoint from different characters. From what they showed gameplay-wise, it looks like it's going to be more of a, a Division-esque type game but set in a different so it's going to be a tactical shooter but in a different um kind of location it's not quite as stealthy or um like there aren't the different routes that you can play it right okay um kind of direct routes that you can play it um like they kind of alluded to uh e3 last year so it i mean it looks excellent and i'm seriously looking forward to it but um yeah it 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 just looks a, like another division, to be honest. It, it looks a bit more. No, I haven't seen a huge amount about this. I must admit, but it's um. So you've got uh. Oh, what's the new Rainbow Sixty game called? Uh, Siege. Rainbow Six Siege. Okay, so Rainbow Six Siege is all coordinated, and like you all kind of have to go in in the right direction and and attack the house in the right direction. It's also multiplayer only. Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. So you've got that. Then you've got the division, which I would almost say is halfway between that and this. Where it's yeah. got more open worldy stuff, but it, but it's much more. There's a lot of coordination that needs to go into it and stuff. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you've got this, which just looks really. It almost looks a bit um, like a more serious just cause. If you, I, I would recommend watching the gameplay footage because you've got like um, a sniper who takes out people before someone kind of runs across another area to take out another guy, and you've got a pilot so you can fly a helicopter around. Um, and you've got other everyone could drive vehicles and stuff. So, oh, this looks cool. It, it looks does. like uh, has anybody seen a movie called The Losers? It looks like The Losers. Yes, the you game. made me watch some of that. Yeah, it's good. This, yeah, this looks like The Losers. The game. I'm, yeah. I'm right, right up for that. I will play the shit out of that. Um, anybody else interested in this? Well, very much. Four player open world co op. Yes, please. Oh, there we go. We're all on board. L, yeah. we just need you to get it. Okay, I will. Uh, you know, be a sniper and make sure none of you die. It's legally binding. That's that doesn't sound like it's the truth. <laughs> that sounds like you're going to do the opposite of that. Hey, I'm a sniper hey. and lie here. Remember the last time we played a multiplayer game? Who shot who, Rich? Who uh, shot look, who? All right. <laughs> you used me like a meat shield. Never bloody forget. Did you? No, never forget. <laughs> right. Okay. Look, this looks really cool. Uh, this is. I keep saying this because I keep saying. Oh, this is another thing that's not going to play properly on my PC. Is this on PC? Yeah, uh, I think so. Ooh. Xbox One, PS4, PC, yeah, absolutely right, 7th of March 2017. Alright, okay, so the thing is, I keep saying stuff's not going to play on my PC, and then invariably it does. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed with this, and I've got plenty of time to upgrade it anyway, so let's let's hope that by the time this comes out, oh, actually, sorry, by the time the two months of really buggy release have gone past, yeah. we can we can all get it. Yeah, it should be alright by then. That sounds fantastic. A couple of months, possibly that's optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> right then, somebody who's actually still interested in South Park, talk about South Park Fractured Hole. Looks amazing. Hmm. Sorry, fractured but whole. <clears throat> now, do you still are you interested in South Park still, Lewis? Uh, the TV series, no, but the right, game, okay. yes. 
Because the last one, the Stick of Truth, I didn't play the Stick of Truth. The and Stick I heard of Truth was really people, good. Yeah, mm. I've heard from loads of people it was really, really good. Um, and it's just kind of, it's just not, it's, because the TV show isn't my thing, it just kind of puts me off trying to play you know games what? at all. If I can't even remember the last time I watched South Park, but the Stick of Truth, even if you take away all of the um, South Park elements from it, it's still a really solid RPG. Yeah. Really? I yeah. will agree completely, 100%. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's it's a really good... The the mechanics work really well. Um, I mean, you can't really talk much about the animation because it, it's a it's South Park, Park The quests are really good. They they tie in well with the, the South Park universe, as it were. And it just, it works brilliantly. Yeah, it's it's well worth a play. So the new game, the Fra- Fractured But Whole, is this, um, does this continue on from? Is it a totally different style? Is it still an RPG? Sort I've seen nothing. Of. I've seen nothing. It's a spoof of Civil War. Oh, is it? Yeah. You supposedly start off the game as your previous character called Douchebag, but you, you, you kind of, you start to follow on and then they go, oh shit, we've changed games. Um, right. Okay, uh, we're playing as superheroes now, and then you you start playing as superhero characters. Okay, so <laughs> and then they have a split with a big civil war between the characters in the game. Yeah, so they talk about the different phases of the films and right. uh, team up films and stuff like that, and that's what causes the the fracture. It, it it looks very very funny. See, I find this difficult. Is is the, are the gameplay elements similar, or are they totally totally different? Is this a departure from the previous game? Similar, but in um, enhanced. It's turn so based. It's still turn based, but previously you couldn't move in a bunny ears three D space. So now you can move backwards and forwards and left and right. Right. Okay. Um, in your area, as can the people that you're attacking. But from what I could tell, you can, you've still got the same sort of, um, abilities and weaponry and stuff like that. So. All right. Okay. L, you're still interested in this? Heck yeah. Heck <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm sorry. The first game brought out a Nazi fetus thing. What? Yeah. A Nazi zombie fetus. Yeah. So I'm in for the ride. Like. Okay. I was not expecting a <laughs> I don't, crazy I, zombie fetus Nazi I, I'm gonna, Do you know thing. what? I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and play the first game. Was the first game out on the PC? Yes. I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and play it because I'm sorry. While you guys have been talking, I've been watching the trailer for this thing or the, <laughs> the combat it's thing or good. whatever it is. It looks dull as fuck. <laughs> sorry, it really does. Maybe that's just because I'm simply not interested in South Park or it might just be because I can't really get from the trailer what the gameplay is like at all. It does look like a massive... Um, fanboy game because it, it, it does basically reference so much from the TV show however like as Lewis has said it stands up like of its own accord as a solid game this is going to have to be one of those times where I just bite the bullet and go do you know what other people are probably right and <laughs> give it a go it's currently five ninety nine in the Steam sale so what the original okay right yeah. I'm in on to the next game from the uh, well this isn't this isn't a game is it on to the next Thing, the next release um, from the yeah. Ubisoft announcement. Um, this is the well, the entire first. Is it the first year or first season of DLC for the division? Um, it's the the game came out in March, so this will be the first pack, the kind of first uh, second main DLC pack. But it it adds more story to it, not just um, missions and stuff. Right. Okay. And you've you've played the first the first pack, haven't you? 
yeah, so I played some of the original incursions, and which is the kind of the mission packs that they've added. Uh, uh, well, not mission packs, just kind of additional scenarios, I suppose, that they've added. But this will be the first kind of full story DLC. That is this adding. the first pay for DLC, or was the last one a pay for as well? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm not sure because I bought the the season pass. Right. So, okay. Uh, I I've no idea. <laughs> I get everything free. I don't care. I, I don't look. I don't know <laughs> if the first one was paid for, but this is definitely paid for. Right. Okay. This is from somebody who's who's only played the the division very very briefly once. And wasn't that impressed by it? Is it? I know that you've played it quite long. You've played it on two different consoles now as well, haven't mm, you? Yeah. Is it, um, is it? Does it look like it's good? Does it look like it's worthwhile content that's going to keep you wanting to play the game? My only fear is that it's going to be quite linear. Right. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see how how they manage or how they um, implement it. But yeah, as I say, um, my concern is that it will be fairly linear. Well, see, from what when we played it at EGX, the the bit that I actually really enjoyed was the bit where we were on a straight road, in essence, and we were working our way towards a location, and yeah. we kept taking cover and moving forwards and calling out targets and choosing who we were going to hit, and we were going right. You get the one on the left, you get the one in the middle, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was I really enjoyed that part. It was when it got to the last bit that I didn't really like, and I know that was only one of the modes, or you were in the I don't know the uh, dark zone. The, that's him, dark zone. But the bit leading up to the dark zone that was a bit I really enjoyed. So the idea of it being in tunnels. Even if it might be a little bit more on rails, on rails than previously, I still kind of like the idea because that's the element of the game that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I quite like. I'd quite like to see, or I'd quite like to play it if they had a if they had a straight road or an in, a, in tunnel battle area the, where you're um, playing against other people and you get get kind of pushed backwards and forwards and you're both working towards a central point or something. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know how they're going to incorporate it with the multiplayer because the. The main area that you play in is is not uh, PvP, whereas the Dark Zone is all a PvP area, um, which is just ridiculous because it has hostile NPCs in it as well. Oh, great. As if the rest of the world wasn't enough. Yeah, so you're getting it from both sides. And it's supposed to be so you team up with other players, but I've never found that that happens. No, like you people have don't, to go people don't team up on the internet. That's not, that's, not, that's not how the internet works. No. So, okay, let's go from a game that I don't know anything about to a game that I really don't know anything about. Eagle Flight. I know now, about some, this one. It, can somebody explain, is this the one where you look like a prat flapping your flapping your arms? No, 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 you look like a prat. Is that, hang on, are you talking just about me? Or? <laughs> if you like. Um, <laughs> no, I think you might be talking about Parmalocky. Yeah, oh, okay. definitely talking about Parmalucky. They but did, he just um, does by default, doesn't he? The on-stage demo of this was they invited on Parmalucky and and a couple of his um, friends to take on three of the developers in a three v three dogfighting um, capture the flag. It's flying dogfighting capture the flag, basically. This. So you you are an eagle flying around Paris trying to capture uh, objectives. A rabbit. Take, <laughs> a rabbit, yeah, um, and take it back to wherever the target is. So they had these six guys sitting in um, in a row on the stage in Oculus Rifts, and they all unanimously looked like complete dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they underlined completely the fact that there is no good way of selling a virtual reality game by showing people playing it. There's just you, you're not going to achieve anything because the only thing that you look like, and I fully accept this. I'm a big virtual reality fan, but I know full really, well. Really, Yuli? But I know full well that every time I put that headset on, if people can see me, they're laughing at me. 
It's just a fact of life. Are you just they do that when you've got the headset off as well. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at you, Lee. I'm just thinking of ways to make you piss your pants. <laughs> what I love is, were they all sat there? Yeah. Yeah. So they developed the game with the freedom of flight in which we have to sit there with a pad. With a virtual yeah. reality No, I want to flap around, run around yeah, the room exactly. like... I want to be flapping my arms. Give me a vibe, you motherfucker. I also <laughs> love the fact that the guy that almost single-handedly designed or, or started the revolution in which gamers actually start moving their bodies has gained so much weight since he started doing the entire thing. Hmm. I'm not picking on fat people because I myself, as a fat person, I'm also an avid gamer, but still, he doesn't look great. And also, he being somebody who was so enthusiastic about VR at the beginning when we started watching the Oculus uh, Rift videos and he was really getting like people revved up about it he is one of the worst people to watch talk about this kind of stuff nowadays you'd think they'd have hired somebody to do the marketing for them really wouldn't you also he looks like someone that I could quite happily smash his face in and laugh <laughs> while I was doing it <laughs> 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 Wait, can we explain to Lewis why it's not okay to smash in people's faces while they're wearing VR headsets? Actually, in this instance, I think it's okay. Oh, shit. Is he really that bad of a person? <laughs> one, one, because he's wearing a rift. And two, oh, okay. because it's Palmer fucking lucky. No, oh, I don't even know why I don't like the guy. I, I, literally, <laughs> I, that's the first time I've seen him talk and perform on stage. The only reason I dislike him is because I've seen pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, it's not judgmental I'm starting to sympathise with him now because like him I also have a face that people like to hit <laughs> um, Palmer Lucky is a really good guy he really is but he's very misguided and he's he's made some mistakes but he his heart is in the right place but his face is obviously not well made for Lewis <laughs> also your eagles can shoot stuff oh yeah Fun. which is odd dodos dog fights this, this no, is they eagle don't fights do- no they don't shoot dogs or, or dodos. dodos or Dog dogs. Eagle Flight is basically Ubisoft's way of, of making an easy and quick game for virtual reality so that they can get on board. Um, it's, it's using assets that they've already got laying around, so it's the Paris from Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Star Trek Bridge Crew. Want it, want it, want it. Yes, really? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. please. Ru- oh, yes, rubbing please. my thighs over this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This does is look this, amazing. Am I wrong? But is this Star Trek Bridge Crew has been around for a long time, hasn't it? And this is it wasn't this isn't this a game that was designed for multiple people to be stood or sat in the same room together I think playing. Your th- yes, there is um there's some there's a, a thing that goes around to conventions and things like that that you right, can okay. play on a big screen with your friends and you can it's like a role playing type thing. This yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose it is that, but I don't think it's got anything to do with I'm, them. Do you know? I'm, I'm pretty sure there's actually a game, though. I'm pretty sure there's actually a, 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 an online or an online a, a video game that you can download. It might even be on iPads, which is designed for exactly this. Yeah, it's obviously not VR, but you get people together and play in it and all the rest of it. So this isn't that, but more. This isn't the same people that made that. This is brand no. new, is it? Well, they haven't shown a huge amount of footage from this, but they've they've said that what you do in this is. Uh, you and three friends take on four roles on the bridge of the starship Aegis um, that's exploring the galaxy. And you basically get to, um, one of you is the captain, one of you gets to drive the ship, one of you is on weapons, and the other one is in engineering. And the genius move, I thought this was really clever, uh, on the stage show of E3, they got LeVar Burton, uh, Jerry Ryan, sorry, LeVar Burton, for those who don't know, is Geordie the Forge from Star Trek Next yeah. Generation. Jerry Ryan, who's seven of nine. Yeah, Voyager and Carl Urban, who's amazing. He's, he's brilliant. Scotty from the new 
Star Trek stuff. It's not Scotty. Uh, sorry, bones. Yeah. Bones from the sorry. <laughs> bones from the news. <laughs> so this is basically the branded version of Artemis because Artemis is the one which is the unbranded, isn't it? Is that the one? Right. Okay. Fine. I knew that there was something. Why has this got everybody so fired up? I don't know because if this was a two D game, I probably like Artemis. I'd probably think mm, I'm not really that interested in it. But, it, but this is going to put you in the Star Trek universe, and it's um, using motion controllers, so it's going to be on PlayStation VR. It's going to be on Oculus Rift when the Move controllers come. Not the Move controllers. The <laughs> the hand controllers for the, the Halo Oculus controllers, Rift. whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, touch. Uh, comes for the Oculus Rift, and it's going to be on the HTC Vive with its hand controllers. So you actually control everything using your hands in the... You know, you can you activate You keep saying panels. this. You keep saying this about VR games. And last time, somebody I said, I can't believe nobody I'm called Lee out on saying this. Called out, You yeah. literally play this game with your hands. That's what VR's all about, Lee. Oh, actually, sorry. That's what <laughs> no, VR... No, Eagle Flight, you play Rift. with your face. <laughs> Post-Oculus Rift with its stupid pad thing. Yeah, that's what VR's all about. Lewis, you said you were well into this as well. What what got you into involved in it? Just nostalgia. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, mm. I, I watched loads and loads of The Next Generation when I was a kid. So just seeing LeVar Burton and mm. um, I watched a little bit of, uh, what was Jerry Ryan in? Voyager. Voyager, Voyager. Yeah. I watched a little bit of Voyager. It wasn't that good. And DS9, actually. But um, yeah, just seeing those guys on the stage and hearing LeVar Burton talking about being a captain and... Hmm. him slipping straight back into that kind of Geordie LaForge role. Um, so he's waiting for orders as opposed to being the one that's giving the orders. Huh. Um, it just, I don't know, it got me really excited for it. I really like the idea of it. It depends how cool the visuals... For me, it will depend how cool the visuals are when you're in combat. And that might sound like a silly thing, but I'm sure it will be amazing playing with other people as well. Yeah. But if it's just you sat there poking buttons on a virtual iPad... Then I'm not. I think you See, should get bonus points for moving. You know, everybody moving to the left when uh, you're uh, under attack, and then everybody yeah, moving duck. to the right when the sparks fly out the screen. Yeah. <laughs> L, you were clearly hyperventilating about this while we were trying to talk about it earlier, and you didn't realise you were on mute. Yeah. Well, <laughs> are you in? Are you into this? You missed my beautiful rendition of Spaceman. Always want to be known as Spaceman. Oh, oh no, Lee, that's there for you. When you're ready to no, it podcast. won't be because you were on mute. I'm really disappointed now. Um, yeah, on Skype, not on no, Yeah, that, oh, that's all right. Oh, wow, oh, this is a secret thing that not even we heard. Yeah, yes. but Lee gets to hear it and have this his eardrums perforated. <laughs> um, uh, space whales. That is all. That is all. Okay, space whales. Fine. Yeah, space so whales. Just, I uh, give me space whales. I want to fire nukes at the space whales. I need. <laughs> Wait, hang on. You don't like underwater animals. You no, don't but like she's fish. okay with being in space where they can't get to her and she's basically in I a great submarine. I can fire nukes at space whales. They give you me You can that... probably fire nukes at sperm whales. Basically. <laughs> no, wants, hang on, you want to, to nuke exist. whales. This is hang not really whoa, politically whoa, whoa, correct. Yeah. I'm whales. in the Artemis game, there were space whales. There was a dot on the radar that could have been space whales. I'm not taking the chance. I nuke them. Might be space whales, nuke. <laughs> oh no! It wasn't a space whale. It was a small planet. Yeah, and I've bed. just sorry to disappoint you. I don't think you captain. can fl- you can play as Klingon. 
Oh my god! Oh my yes! god! I, I want one of those swords to just flail around. And <laughs> I'm not shout really sure that they let you have swords people. either. I'm oh, going to nerd you know out what? now. It's a battle. Bring your own sword. Do you know what would make me in on this game? If, if you get boarded and people come onto the bridge and you you have to stand up and shoot them with your with your pew pew laser beams. Phaser. That's them. That's the pew pews. I'm in. Yeah. We'll tell you the words. Don't worry. Thank you. That's okay. Can um, I be yeah, if you get to stand up and shoot your pew pews, that would be amazing. Wouldn't it? It would, yeah. They're missing a trick if they don't do that. And also, I don't see clearly why you could go to different areas of the ship by beaming. <laughs> Lazy. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> because of the whole VR thing, surely you should be able to beam around the place. I'm just going to beam over there and pick up my coffee. And yeah, no, beam you, back. You beam <laughs> up, and then you can beam over to the enemy ship when you drop their shields. And then you pew pew laser them and then beam back again. Come I'm, on! I'm on I, I think Nobody it's just at the bridge. That that's a good idea. I want to play that game. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure by what we've said that we would have violated many directives of the Federation. <laughs> <laughs> if you let me play this game, more than that'll get violated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> if it's green and moving, I'm in. Right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you really article. are the Ready Player Two, Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Can I be Spark? Oh, actually, no, maybe I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go L with Spark. Yeah. Lewis, you're Wolf. Sorry. Yeah, that'll do me. <laughs> no, I'm with you've that. got the beard. I'm bored with that. Wait, uh, Lee's clearly Data. Oh, yeah. yeah. Muppet. <laughs> Obviously. You have a cat. Because <laughs> he's pasty <laughs> and has no personality. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Sorry, right, I'm anyway. showing no emotion here. <laughs> I love Am I the only one from the original series? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The rest, the rest of you are just like, yeah, fuck off, oldie. Right I was, then, okay. Obviously, I'm going to be okay with Picard because he's old. Although, you could be Riker, Rich. No, I'm not cool enough to be Riker. Do you get on chairs, weird? Nobody's cool enough to be Riker. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody is. <laughs> right, okay. Al could be Riker. If you could grow a beard. Can you grow a beard? Uh, I can pull my long hair to the front of my face and pretend <laughs> that I have a beard. That's exactly what he did. Exactly. Just use Pritt's Pritt stick <laughs> and it will stay there. The next generation. <laughs> right then. Right, the next game we're going to talk about is a game that I think is going to be fucking amazing. And you know that out of all the games we've spoken about, this is definitely going to be the one that doesn't work on my PC. Because um, <laughs> it's the one that I really want to play. Um, so this is For Honor. Now, I can't even remember when it was, but I don't know if it, it might have been last year's E3. Um, yeah, I, it was. I saw For Honor, and I was ah, oh, this is this just looks this looks like it is Dynasty Warriors mixed with chivalry, um, and just like oh, it just looked amazing. What's even better now is something that possibly people knew about before E3, but I didn't. Is that they've actually got a, a it's got an actual story mode in it. Yeah, which I, I didn't think it was going to have. I thought it was just going to be a pure multiplayer game, but oh. they put an actual story mode into this, and they've actually I don't. 100% understand how they've done this, but the story mode is something along the lines of, um, I don't know, if it's, is it an alternate reality or something where Vikings and knights and... Mm, no, and- it's um, a witch has um, kind of mixed all three realms together um, and the three uh, factions have been fighting for centuries over who's going to control the area. And that's pretty much the gist of it. It's just, do you know what? I don't care how, however flimsy the storyline for this game might to be. To be honest, it, it just looks like Deadliest Warrior. Yeah, which is great. I'm, I'm in. I'm on board. It just it looks f- 
fantastic. Every time I see new gameplay footage of this game, every time I see the new things that they're doing with it, I just I get more excited. I think it just it looks incredible in the way that it plays. Yeah. I can't help but feel that the PvP is going to be brilliant, and I'm positive that people will just absolutely own me at every available opportunity, but I'm not sure I'll care. Because it looks great. It just looks, the combat looks so smooth. The way that the gameplay moves from killing hordes of the NPCs to getting into a proper fight with an, either another player or another kind of special character and, and how you can kind, kind of direct your troops to go one direction or another. It just, it looks, it just, just looks brilliant. I wasn't that hot on this, but is this one of those ones where you, you have to press a button at the right time to do certain actions in combat? No. Um, no. Oh, okay. Well, well, maybe. I've not you, seen well, any of that. If that's the case, I don't. I don't think there are any quick time events. But no, you have to see. This is the bit that kind of put me off. There's a, a weird kind of directional system for um, your combat. So you, I think you move one of the thumbsticks in one direction, and you do a different kind of like you can parry or you can block and do different stuff depending on where the thumbstick is. Yeah. So it's, it's both thumbsticks, isn't it? Uh, possibly, I can't I remember. Think it, I think it might be like, depending on... So if you've got the... Now, I could be wrong here, but I think it's something like if you've got one thumbstick left, that's where your body's going, and then you have the other thumbstick maybe right, and that's where the swing of the weapon is. It just looks... It, it's reminiscent of um, the like the, uh, the Elder Scrolls games, where you swing the mouse, and the, it swings the weapon in exactly the direction that you swung the mouse in. That kind of thing. But it should hopefully mean that when you're fighting another person, you can kind of have actual sword fights where you both swing in a certain direction. And they've said that, look, we're not, we haven't geared the game to be so that you go clang, clang, clang. It's not a game where you're aiming for the other person's sword. You're aiming for the person. So it's very possible that you'll end up in a fight with another person and it will just be over because you'll misjudge where you're swinging or what you're parrying or whatever, and they'll just cut you right through. So you've got to get quite good at the mechanic and quite good at where you're swinging, and obviously different swings will do will cover a larger arc and be more powerful, but you'll expose yourself more and stuff like that. It just it just looks brilliant. It looks really, really good. And on top of that, the graphics and everything make it look absolutely incredible. So I'm in. No, I'm out. Oh, why are you out? You just because everything you just described is a um, a load of gameplay mechanics that I would have to learn to match up with actions on the screen, and I hate that. I don't really? Like, yeah, I just don't like that. Oh, no, I, love, I think it's brilliant. I need things to uh, to play naturally so I can just pick up and play. I, don't I think wanna... you might be surprised by how naturally this plays. I don't, I don't think if that they're shooting for something that... fine, but it doesn't sound, from what you're saying, that you have to pull one stick in one direction, another stick in another direction, and press buttons as well at I, the same no, time. I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm probably not selling it particularly well, but I think what they've tried to do is, rather than make it so that you've got one button that's light attack and one button that's heavy attack and all the rest I'm of it... I'm all right with that. They've tried to make <laughs> it into... Lee, I'm not sure this is the game for you. Probably not. <laughs> if they make a VR version of it where you can if use you can your hands play as an with actual your hands. controller. I was yeah. thinking that if they made a VR version <laughs> and instead of having to do some crazy action on the, the joypad to do certain things, you could actually just do it, I'd be in. Good for there me. You go. <laughs> um, Lee, L, anybody else into this? Um, I thought yeah. I did. Yeah. I oh, think so. Am I, I don't the only know. one? The thing is, is it just like... I wasn't that into chivalry, and I wasn't that into Deadliest Warrior on whatever console it was that I played it on. So, I don't know. I just, I'm not sure if, if I would be into it. We could always ask on Ready Player 2 Twitter if there's somebody that wants to play with you, Rich. I might have to. <laughs> Aww. 
could, nobody will. We could nobody do a will. Kickstarter to get you some friends. Then every now and again, somebody forgets how bad I am at Rocket League and decides they want to play with me, and then I don't hear from them for months. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, look, I, I think this looks amazing. I genuinely, I think this looks absolutely incredible, and I'm really, really into it. I'm looking forward to it. Right then, moving on. on. I would just like to point out that Jason Vanderberg, the chap that who who did the presentation for For Honor, mm. right. Um, looks and acts and presents much like he is a D and D dungeon master. Yeah, he does right. look like that. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and if you watch him on stage, he is exactly the same. That's is he really overacting he, and everything. He comes hobbling on with his cane, which mm. I half expected him to pull a fucking sword out of, <laughs> <laughs> and starts. He he basically starts off like. He's setting up a D and D game, right? He's either brilliant or the complete opposite of brilliant. <laughs> I was going to go with opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've got high hopes for this game. I I will have to look at this now because I live for my uh, role playing games, whether it be virtually or tabletop. Going to have to give this a chance, maybe. <laughs> Suddenly, the actual game and the description of the gameplay, nah, she's out. But as soon as there's a weird beardy guy on stage with a cane, she's in. <laughs> I am in! You <laughs> see you mark with a beard. It to beard! I will join you on this quest! <laughs> oh my word. Okay, look, we're going to move on from that because nobody other than me seems to be that interested. Well, it's got Vikings in this game, Rich, so maybe I will... Oh, Samurais? Yeah, it's Vikings, Samurais and Knights. Oh, fuck yeah, now it's got Samurais there, I'm in. <laughs> Matt, man with beard and Should've stick, with that. samurais fucking in. I kind of hope that they include like other faction DLCs. Yeah, they've got so much scope to add more to this. Pirates. I like, I like the fact that they've kept it reasonably narrow to start with, so yeah. that they can add in your pirates and ninjas and all kinds of other stuff later on as well. Right. Next game is a game that we can all get on board with hating vehemently. No, no, <laughs> right, no, no. Hang no. on. Can anybody remember the... <laughs> <laughs> what oh God! No, <laughs> because while we we were watching this, uh, me, um, Lewis, and Lee were watching the mm-hmm. Ubisoft presentation kind of live together. Yeah, do you know I cannot remember what it was that Lewis said, but ba- he basically described. What oh, this- hang on. <laughs> <laughs> while you look for this, right? The- no, I, I can completely remember what it is. It's you can engraved into my brain. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay, so- the hideous tracksuits soldered it onto my front. Is that what robe. it was? Okay, before you say what, what it was you said, this is Trials of the Blood Dragon, which is Trials Fusion mixed with Blood Dragon. What could possibly go wrong? Now, while Everything. Everybody, while everybody's <laughs> just letting that soak in, Lewis, how is it you described this? Uh, it wasn't even me. It was um, after the E3 event, uh, or the, sorry, the Ubisoft um, conference, they did a Q&A, Aisha Tyler asked uh, the different people different questions, and... One of the guys, the two fucking prize pricks that were presenting this game, said something along the lines of, yeah, Blood Dragon is like confetti. You sprinkle it over every uh, over something and it makes everything awesome. And I thought, no. <laughs> you don't sprinkle confetti on a fire, douche turds. <laughs> Blood Dragon is like confetti. The fact that you sprinkle it over everything and it makes it shit. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is... It doesn't look terrible, but they did this kind of cool little presentation with a uh, with like 
Wingus and Dingus coming out in their matching tiger yeah. stripe tracksuits. Yeah, looking like they were a really bad tag team couple. And then they played this video of, like, dolls from circa 1980s. Yeah, it's like a 1980s advert for toys. Yeah, riding around, toys riding around on, like, luminescent motorcycles and had had all blood dragon. Oh, it's just terrible. It just, <laughs> it just looks terrible. I think they're aiming for terrible, though, so... Yeah. They get, well, the game doesn't look... If you like Trials Fusion and you want more ridiculous craziness... And By it, all uh, accounts, this is utter shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you want more crazy... If you like Trials Fusion and you want more craziness... And this has got more... St- it's got like loads of different vehicles motorbikes and all kinds of stuff and like cars and everything but then there's elements by the looks of things where you're running so it's got like a it's like a speedrunner type thing mm. where you're also shooting guns at people and then in one thing you're driving a tank over the tracks and it just it does look crazy over the top and if you're into trials fusion you might very well be into this if this is a fiver or in a couple of years time i'd be quite interested in this couple of weeks I might give it a go just to see if they can actually make anything good of blood. I was on when I was on the um, Big Red Barrel podcast uh, a few weeks ago. They um, they were saying, "Oh no, Blood Dragons! You're, you're wrong. Blood Dragons amazing." I was just uh, Blood Dragon gets quite good reviews. It's it's just shit. <laughs> it, maybe it's shit because we were excited about it. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. The thing about Blood Dragon, and I suspect it's probably the same for this, is the advertising and the marketing for Blood Dragon was just brilliant the way that they did it in the 90s style with all the neon colors and this that and the other and it it all worked really well and that's kind of the first time that i've got super hyped for a game that i'd actually seen no gameplay of just based my inner capitalist um consumerist (laughs) rather completely bought into it and when i played it i think i played it for about 30 minutes to an hour and it was just utter dog shit yeah i think i played it slightly longer than you because i desperately wanted to like it but i was hoping that it would get to the point where you could start skinning animals and doing the upgrades and all the rest of it that comes with the far cry universe and there's just none of that they stripped all the good stuff out and just left so easy to get you two to talk about blood dragon (laughs) really is (laughs) really is it's because we hate it the um... we even named an episode yeah, yeah, about you did. being excited for it being was, Blood Dragon. The episode was called Woo Blood Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the episode after we were like, oh, we played Blood Dragon. Moving on to other games that were announced. So, Trials of the Blood Dragon. Here's another one. Right, this is a big one. Mm. Arguably, possibly the biggest one that they announced. I'd go along with that. Yeah, I'd, I'd go along with that. Watch Dogs 2. And the biggest shock of this was it actually looked like it might have been in game footage. It was. Yeah. Well, they said that about the first one, so let's not hold our breath too (laughs) (laughs) But it, yeah, well, the thing, we watched this and I was there going, this doesn't look as good as the first game did when they premiered it at at E3, was it 2014, 2013? Because their first one was Mm. a lie. Yeah. Yeah, because the first game just looked ridiculous. The graphics looked insanely good in the first game when they premiered it at E3. Hmm. This one. The graphics are good, don't get me wrong, but it just doesn't look anywhere close to what... This one looks like a video game. It looks like it's actually realistic. Um, I'm not sure how interested I I am in this. I'm quite interested in it. I I thought you would be more interested in this after we've been playing Blacklist a lot. And it's got similar game mechanics to that in the fighting and stealthing. No, I'm going to vent about this in just a moment. El, have you got anything you want to say about Watch Dogs 2 at all? 
no, I'm I'm pretty happy to sit back and watch the uh, fireworks that are about to come. <laughs> okay, Lewis, have you got anything that you'd like to say about Watch Dogs Two? I kind of want one of those masks. Yeah, that's a, that was one of the best things that was in it. If people didn't see it, one of the the main characters or kind of the the, the primary side character that you meet or your guy meets in the game, he's called Wrench. He's got these kind of ski goggles on the entire time which are LED screens or kind of like, you know, old school LED screens. And he his face, depending on what he's saying, the screens display basically an emoji of his eyes. Fantastic. If they don't sell them, they're missing a big trick. If they can't make up a way of of, make, of giving people those that they can That's see through. definitely doable. They made a Pip-Boy. They must... Well, yeah. Bethesda made a Pip-Boy. They yeah. must be able to make these. thing is with a... Pit Boy was um, it was just basically it was um, you put your phone in it you though, just didn't put your phone yeah, in it, it was, but yeah. if, if you could just make a simple LED matrix over this that you could see through and then have an app on your phone where you could just change the emojis oh that'd oh, be amazing wow I'd I'd it just looks so cool I'd look right, like an okay, idiot so that. But I'd have that right Lee yes I know you were kind of interested in this so before I rant about Watch Dogs yeah <laughs> go through what you liked about it and 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 what you saw I don't want to know you've just you've stolen all my will no. <laughs> No, oh, no, you've ruined it. it. You've already ruined it. I, I don't care anymore. Oh, fine. I'll just talk then, shall I? <laughs> I like the way that you could basically do anything in this. You could re- you could control anything around you. In a lot of open world... As long as it was by line of sight. Yes. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Stop that's it, Lewis. I'm, wa- I'm saving that up. <laughs> that's fine. It's a gameplay mechanic. But in a lot of things like GTA and... And, and what we've been playing, Saints Row, um, you can influence a lot of things around you by just killing them or blowing them up, but you can't actually do things with them. This you could you can remote control cars. You can you can do that in Saints Row. Hack anything around you, really. Um, <laughs> to do what you like. I haven't actually. Played. I own Saints Row and I haven't played it yet. Still in the cellophane. You can do that when uh, you can hack stuff in Watch Dogs One. Okay, Rich, you go. Okay, so. <laughs> Sorry to piss all over your parade. (laughs) So the issue that I've got is, right, this is GTA with slightly more free running. And instead of walking up to doors to open them, you have to stand a few feet away from them and use your mobile phone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So there's one point in the demo in which the guy, Uh, he's he's literally stood on like a, I don't even know what you call it. This offended you deeply, I can tell. Yeah, they do the same thing in the first game. He stood on basically a crane type thing like a platform that you like a cherry picker type thing on a mm. roof he's stood a fucking he's stood a foot away from the controls mm. they're right in front of him but instead of just walking up and pushing the controls he pulls out his phone hacks it and then now a couple of problems why is the fucking crane on the internet That's the first <laughs> issue that i've got right and this is the future baby <laughs> thing is he just he hacks this and then starts moving it around okay now, i've been thinking about this because i remember when you did this and i thought that maybe the crane is locked and he had to hack it to get control why is the crane on the internet <laughs> because it's the future <laughs> baby <laughs> but this is this game is gta meets assassin's creed where instead of walking up to the door and pushing the button to mm. open it you just stand a little while away and push the button to open it and there's a couple of other moments where he's legging it through the, this building because people have seen him because he's about as stealthy as a fucking brick <laughs> and um he's running towards a door and just before he hits it he pulls out his phone pushes a button the door opens in front of him 
you could have just barged through it. The one thing <laughs> that annoyed me on that other big dragony game was that he put headphones on when he went all stealthy. Yeah, and started when, listening to music. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's just about to sneak into this place where he's he's got to be really really stealthy, and he puts headphones on and starts blaring out crazy music. And it's like, well, that's really going to help you. Good job. Yeah. And then he <laughs> oh, no. and then he sneak he sneakily does some sneaking around, and some of it looks pretty cool. You know, I'm not. And he's, he's creeping around this place, but it's just like any other stealthy, creepy game. And then eventually he gets spotted. Now, that's the point where it's got, it got kind of cool and he starts running away. The coolest part of that, I thought, was a, a window gets smashed because people are shooting at him. Hmm. And he kind of trips through it. So the character's still running, but trips through it because he doesn't, like, I don't know, he misjudges the step or something. And he keeps going. That, I thought, looked quite cool. If, you, if they've got dynamic kind of uh, procedural character stumbles and stuff like that I always like that kind of stuff in games because it makes it look a little bit more realistic but Mm. almost everything else I just didn't get like in Splinter Cell games which again Ubisoft you go to distract somebody you just pick something up and throw it to the other side of the room and it goes clong no no in this he has to just use his phone and make something beep on the other side of the room it's like they've artificially gone we have zero idea what you would feasibly hack so we're just going (laughs) to Take other elements that we've got in our other games that work perfectly well to distract people and do other things and put in a hack version of it. You can hack uh, cameras to to look at where people are, but only by line of sight. So you can only hack a camera when you can see that camera with the camera that you've previously hacked. And then because that's how the Internet work kids works, kids line of sight. That you can't hack that laptop if you can't see it through the wall that's next to you, because that's not how Wi-Fi works. I, th- I quite like the look at this, and while you're playing For Honor, I'll play this. <laughs> well, they could have done so much with this. They could have given you like a, a Matrix-style virtual overlay, which let you see all the Wi-Fi beams and everything that were in the world, and then you could latch onto them and hack them. But instead of thinking outside of the box, they've basically gone GTA but with hacking and some elements of Assassin's Creed. And I'm sure you'll have to climb up stuff in order to, to use Eagle Vision and unlock parts of the map. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think in Watch Dogs 1, you had to climb up radio towers yeah. or, and hack them. It's a fucking radio. You can hack a door. Why can't you have a radio tower? <laughs> in fact, Just... I'm not even sure why you would need to climb the radio tower if you can only hack That's it exactly by line what I'm of saying. sight. If this was a realistic game, it would be an obese motherfucker sat in his mother's basement hacking everything from there. Ubisoft are very um, aware of the environment and they like to recycle things. <laughs> like all very the responsible. from their previous games. Yeah. I'm really going to like driving around Jerusalem hacking things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, the the free running looked quite fluid. Yes, it did. Yeah. So when, like you said about uh, running through the window and when he does a little vault over a, I think it's like an air vent to escape, that all looked very fluid. But I would imagine that that's just a mechanic that they've stripped out of one of the latest Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, yeah. more than likely. So instead of vaulting over a tree, you're vaulting over a, a, a yeah. an air vent. Instead of a camel, it's a car. This is, this is exactly what it... But it, there's other things, and the other thing that kind of put me off is, you're a hacker, and the guy looks really geeky, and kind of everybody in the game looks pretty geeky, like the hacker guys, they look pretty geeky, which is great, you know, kind of brings me on board with it a little bit but then halfway through the demo the guy turns into a motherfucking ninja it's like suddenly sam fisher possesses him and he just starts railing on people you can actually play the whole game without killing anyone yeah but i just 
what did he like hack their sunglasses so they can't see? <laughs> they, I just the the whole the whole thing just feels so contrived, and it's like they've taken a game and gone, we wanna we wanna put hacking in it without actually thinking about a cool way that they could put hacking into it. I don't and think there is a cool well. way to put hacking in because actually hacking things is not that cool. No, <laughs> it's actually but they really could, hard no. work. Like I say, the whole like a Matrix style overlay thing where the real world disappears and makes you vulnerable for a short period of time, where you're looking oh, at all of the. Oh, you complain about that? Go and play well, for just on. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I played and wanted to enjoy the original Watch Dogs. The graphics thing didn't bother me because my PC. Um, so I just play. I wanted to enjoy. I played um, the original Watch Dogs for about three hours. I just I couldn't make myself like it. Try as I might, I could not make myself like that game for all of these reasons. There you go. Okay, look, I think I've ranted on a lot a little bit. No, but um, it might it might be really good. I'm not in. Frankly, I'm just not in, and not because of the reasons that I wasn't into the original Watch Dogs, but because of those and more. And I just think it's not great. Uh, the one thing that I, the one thing that I would say that was a kind of a highlight for me, um, the voice acting and the way that the characters behaved and interacted with each other and the the motion capture looked excellent, yeah. looked very 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 good. Um, but other than that, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> right then, should we move on? Let's move on. Okay. Um, another game, right now. This does anybody else want to kind of? I've just ranted on quite enough. I think. Does somebody else want to rant about this instead of me? Okay, let's go. do this. Okay. Go Have on. you seen this game before, Al? Did you watch this during the uh, during the conference? No, but it's okay, sports brilliant. ball. Fresh? No, it's not. It's, not. it's no, basically non-ball related sports. Yeah, ball. it's sports plank. <laughs> it's sports ball. It's skiing, wingsuiting, snowboarding, paragliding. It's sports ball. Do you like sports ball with non-ball related sports ball activities? Then you may like this sports ball game called Steep. Not featuring sports balls, but it is still a sports ball game. You might not be the best person for this one, El. I'll be honest. Right, I think that was probably unduly harsh <laughs> um, it I wasn't that keen on it when I first saw it but I've seen some other footage of it recently and actually uh, it's starting to win me around it looks like it's going to fill a gap yeah. in the market yeah well this is what we said originally wasn't it this when, while we were watching it we did say in terms of the extreme sports there's not a huge amount around at the moment there's nothing around the last extreme sports game that came out was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, and that got absolutely hammered yeah. because it was yeah. just piss. And I was trying to say at the time that I really, I have really liked snowboarding games in the past. So 1080, uh, 1080 and SSX Tricky and stuff like that. But they were kind of more over-the-top games, and this looks much more like a snow simulator. Mountain the Simulator, I think it was we said it uh, at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the kind of the issue that I had with this was the way they hyped it up before they actually showed what it was. So they were saying, right, so to end the Ubisoft conference, we want to, we always like to end on the, on the biggest thing, on the new IP, on the thing that's going to change everything. And here it is. And I was, <laughs> I was watching these people going down this mountain and I was just like, when does it start? <laughs> <laughs> when do they when do they start shooting people? What's going on here? Are they they're coming down, so presumably they've already unlocked that part of the map. Um, <laughs> it was for what it is, it looks really cool, and it's it's got snowboarding and like you say, wingsuiting and and other mountain related activities. It's life experiences I would like to have in real life, please. I wouldn't. 
good bloody grief. Did you see the wingsuit bit? That guy ain't getting it. Yeah. I believe I can fly. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I, Let's I fucking do he's this. A smear on the side of the mountain. Um, I think it would be kind of cool, multiplayer. And there was a lot of cool features in it, like being able to open up the map and being able to reverse time up the mountain. The multiplayer thing was quite a big, uh, quite a big um, part of it as well, wasn't it? Because um, they took great pains to say that you could uh, you could play a lot of it multiplayer, or you could you could do a really cool jump that you like, you nailed, then record it and then challenge your friends to uh, do better. Oh, see that part I quite liked. You can set up um, kind of challenges mm. on the fly. Yes, yeah, I re- I, that part I quite liked. They've added a whole social aspect to it. Well, the parts of the game that I was more interested in were not the game itself. That's the, that's the bit that I found kind of weird, but... This game will live and die on its control scheme and, and how it feels to actually do the different activities. And even yes. if just some of them are suck, the game will die. And kind of the problem that I have with it is the snowboarding games and stuff that I've played previously, like or, or extreme sports games that I've played previously, like Tony Hawk's, um, like SSX Tricky, like 1080 Snowboarding, have been the ones that were over the top. Mm. Because this kind of looks like a simulator, mm. I can't yeah. help but think that the, the actual fun There has to be a balance between the simulator side of it, something that feels realistic, but it's fun to play. Yeah, I mean, I'd love it if you get to play 10 minutes of gameplay and then have to spend the next three hours trekking back up the mountain. <laughs> that would be Not brilliant. Not that kind of simulator. <laughs> Not that kind of simulator. So if you get, like, you get to the bottom and it becomes Daisy. you're gonna survive till you get back up to the top of the mountain my my only thing was this didn't feel like the way to end their conference to me if you're gonna end on something huge Mm. maybe watchdogs 2 was the way to end it and they ended it as though this was the next big thing and the crowd seemed pretty whipped up you know they seemed quite excited about it but at that point i think that maybe their bums were numb and they just wanted to get out of there Mm. I don't know. I'm still convinced it's kind of a sports ball game. Um, you know, maybe I'll give it a chance. I might have fun, but eh. My biggest thing with this is if this comes out and it's 40 quid, that's killed it immediately, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. This is this does yeah. not look like a full AAA pay-full-price game. So we'll see. We'll see. We don't know. But they show quite a lot of gameplay. They show quite a lot of the features that were in the game. So it wasn't. it's not like we're going in completely unprepared. It's not something that they just showed a brief... Uh, like screenshot of or something like that we know quite a lot about what this game is going to look like and it doesn't get me that much but as we said there is a huge gap in the extreme sports it's market at the moment that this is going to fill a, a good game in this market yeah yeah so well pretty shrewd of them mm. until until everybody else does exactly the same thing yeah uh, so yeah we are going to take a very quick break and then we're going to be back with the shit that sony did <laughs> be right back Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go racing! Super Mario Kart Funny Car Madness! Only on Super NES! Turn the track into a giant mud pit! Or burn rubber on ice, wood, or asphalt! Mix it up with the big boys! See Bowser and his big foot popping truck! See Yoshi's go-kart really good! Mushrooms, banana peels, turtle shells! Dino-mite! Check your rear view and make a mean test! Or go into battle mode and ruin his day! Two speed! Fast and way too fast! It's two-player fun on the split screen! Only for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System! Now you're playing with power! Super Power! Right, we're back. Sony did stuff at E3, and we watched it. Actually, I didn't watch it. I watched it in retrospect. Lewis watched it. I watched it. <laughs> Lee watched it. I watched the bits I was interested in. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Everybody other than me watched the stuff that Sony did at E3. We'll tell you all um, about it. And, and here's some of the stuff that Sony did at E3. Lewis? I'll be honest, the whole conference was a bit dull. Okay. The content that they put out was good, but the way that it, the content was delivered was a bit dull. <laughs> so... Man in a Suit comes on. Well, no, Man in a Suit doesn't come on. They show the first trailer, and then Man in a Suit comes on, and then they show a couple more trailers. But the whole thing, because it was based, I think it was in a theatre, the whole thing looked like you were sat in a cinema watching the trailers before the movie. Okay. Which I thought was a really weird way of presenting the whole show. It was a bit odd, and the bits where they had actually live gameplay, they had, you know, like the royal box in a theatre. There's a guy mm. sat in one of the boxes actually playing <laughs> the game on the screen behind the <laughs> presentation on this massive, which I thought was actually really cool. And I'd quite like to have a go at that. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. One of my, I've always wanted to own an actual theatre. To be in or just for the for the just to play games on. Did they talk about it before we get into the games? Did they talk about anything like themselves or anything game related or anything like that that they that they're coming up with at the moment? No, not really. First game is anybody other than me pretty excited about this? Um, not really. I no. I see. I've never been that bothered, and I'm not sure I'd be that bothered about Dad of War. Oh, so. Dad of War's amazing. I've I've a couple of grudges against God of War, so I think this one's uh, going to oh, be yours, Rich. See, I used to have a, a big. I used to have a grudge against God of War, the God of War series, for in my mind creating quick time events. Hmm. Um, and I hate quick time events. I think they cheapen gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and they turn they turn otherwise great action games into Guitar Hero with swords, <laughs> and I just I don't like it. Massive bugbear of mine as well. However, yep. I played the very first God of War game that I played was Chains of Olympus on the PSP, and I loved it, absolutely loved it. And then when I got a PS3, I went back and played through the God of War games that were exclusive to the PS3, 
Uh, and I love. I think they're brilliant. They're really, really, really great games with just good, kind of good everything. Good voice acting, great mechanics, and all right, you're gonna ha- you have to get past a quick time events, which are essentially just finishing moves. So you can almost forgive it. Um, but it's they're just really, really good fun. The uh, one of the coolest things, although maybe not for people who are massive fans of the whole series, but the guy that voiced Kratos in all the original games, who is TC Carson, Terence C. Carson, has been replaced. So my immediate kind of thing was, oh, well, well, that's a bit crap. They're just replacing the guy that does the voice acting. But then I found out that the new guy is Christopher Judge, and then I was like, indeed. So if nobody, no, <laughs> sorry, no, yeah, nobody else, fair, fair play. Oh wait, hang Teal'c on, Teal'c is awesome. Christopher Judge is uh, Teal'c from Teal'c. SG1. Oh, yeah. oh I mean, yeah, <laughs> Teal'c is awesome, and he's brilliant. And, and, and after, when you think of Teal'c, Kratos' voice, he's just perfect for it. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of on board with this. The trailer for this. No, I didn't think when it first when they first started playing it. I didn't think it was a gameplay trailer. I just thought it was like a, a trailer trailer, like a cinematic trailer type thing. And then as it as it goes through more, I'm thinking this is gameplay. So Kratos starts off, and he's got a well. No, it's, it's uh, first. It shows a kid. It shows a young boy, um, who is just kind of doing stuff. And then somebody calls him into the house, and it's Kratos, and he says, "Get your." I can't do the voice, but <laughs> <laughs> get your bow. We're going hunting. And, uh, and off off they go. And Kratos is basically just trying to teach this kid who, by the sounds of the looks of things, is his son. I, I mean, I don't really understand how he had sex without killing the woman, but presumably that happened. And um, they went, they go off into the forest and he's trying to teach his son how to kill a deer and the kid keeps getting really over-enthusiastic and startles the deer and the deer runs away and the graphics are really pretty and all the rest of it. And then randomly, a load of undead shit turns up mm. <laughs> and Kratos just starts fighting that. Um, but it looks excellent and it, and they fought the undead stuff like it was perfectly normal. The kid didn't seem phased by it Smacked in the slightest. Of slightly dodgy parenting to me. Well, <laughs> it was like, he's Kratos. He's not even a good person. I don't know why, I don't think anybody thought that he was going to be a good father. Although he did handle himself well when his son shot him with an arrow that was brilliant. i would have kicked his ass right at the end he goes through a great big fight with this huge thing and um and basically beats the thing into submission then holds the whatever it is the giant's head down and goes yeah shoot to his son and he's bearing this thing's eye you know and it's the size of a fucking peugeot and the, the kids the kids taking aim and shoots kratos in the arm which i thought was a really cool touch um, and then they, yeah, a little bit of running away and stuff like that. But I, I thought it was, I thought it encapsulated the old God of War games really nicely with a lot of the um, set pieces that they had, and the graphics looked amazing. And I don't know how much I think the game would get very, very tedious if all of it, or even much more than what they showed, had the kid there with you. It's, but, I'm pretty sure it is him and the kid. Right. I, I, mean, I, I think he plays a supplementary character like uh, Ellie in The Last of Us. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, in the in the demo, the kid never really gets in the way. It's not like you've got to protect the kid, because every time something turns up and starts fighting, the kid just buggers off, as you would hope somebody with half a brain would, um, and gets to high ground or stays completely out of the way. So hopefully he's not obtrusive to the gameplay, but um, no, I, I thought it looked brilliant. I, I'm a, quite a fan of the God of War games, I thought it was really good. Nobody else bothered? Not really. Wow. <laughs> Such a huge Sorry. franchise and nobody's bothered by it. Okay, fine. Look, nobody other than me is interested in God of War. So hopefully we're going to move on to another game that people are interested in. Oh, yes. Yay. Days Gone. Yes. Can somebody who... Lewis took one of the other ones. Okay, Lee. I... 
zombie um sorry motorcycle ride motorcycle riding bounty hunting zombie fighter um what that, that's all you need to know really yeah <laughs> that's all you need to know moving on yeah um, I've, okay, I'm there's no... a there's a bit more to talk about. Than oh, that. No, yes, don't there is. So. I, I, don't <laughs> spoil it. I've seen some uh, some footage of this. I don't. I didn't even know there was a motorcycle. I must admit, I've seen some footage of this with the guy essentially backing off away from a zombie horde. The, that actually is the bit that is worth talking about much more on this. Um, is the way I've never seen this in a game before. The way that they show a a wave of zombies, and I'm not talking about a wave like we got in Blacklist when you're doing the wave based. Um, events. Yeah, yeah. This is literally like a wave coming down a beach. Yes. Almost like uh, World War Z. Yes, that's exactly it's, what I yes. likened it to. Oh, it they were fantastic. literally flowing over objects, climbing over each other to get mm. to the guy. I don't know how they've managed that, but that, that if that is part of the game, wow. It looked excellent. It looked like it they didn't look like... It. Every now and again you could see an odd bit of clipping where one of the zombies got ever so slightly confused. By where you know the AI got a bit confused as to where it, it was supposed to path to. Very it was procedural so and simplified, though, yeah. to actually cope with that many numbers. They, it, they were literally. There's one bit where he goes uh, under, uh, yeah. like a crashed big rig type thing, mm. and a load of the zombies swarm under it. A load of them climb over it. A load of them go around the rocks to the side of it. It looks brilliant. Mm. It's yeah, and he was popping off rounds at them, and it was very kind of. Well, I, I, I was wondering how he could carry that much ammo and still run. Well, <laughs> that's a lot of lead that you're carrying. Thousands there. of zombies. We have to mm. give it a little bit of. If he didn't have that much ammo, it would be a very short game. By the looks of it. Well, that notwithstanding, but he was also carrying around explosives. Yeah, <laughs> which is exactly what you do. You're being chased by that many zombies. Yeah, yeah. I but think so, we've all forgiven. If you're okay with that, but not okay with line of sight in um, the other one, then it's fine. No, I'm I not going to bring that up. Pockets. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all right with TARDIS pockets. I got used to that ages ago. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks fantastic. It looked like visually, even though it was almost slightly on rails, or certainly the bit that I saw was was you know you didn't have a huge amount of free roam to to do. You were in almost like a valley that you were moving through. It looked brilliant, but it was just that the guy looked the the main character kind of looked supremely unconcerned. <laughs> about this ridiculous mm. quantity of zombies that was swarming towards him. He just kind of jog forwards a little bit and then turn around, fire off a few rounds and then jog backwards slightly. And I'm just like, it looks cool. It looks really cool. And hopefully something a little bit different for zombie games because I get a little bit bored of zombie games. What? Yeah, I am. Oh, shut your whole mouth. <laughs> 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 no, I am getting a little bit, just a little bit bored of them. Just because it's not, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So look, that looks that looks very cool. Um, the only thing that I would say about this game is it doesn't look like it's got a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of games come out, they've got a thing. It's like got they've got dynamic portals, weather, or they've got yeah. Well, see, dynamic weather might be the thing where the world keeps changing, and I think it is supposed to be slightly open world, so maybe the landscape changes slightly along with that. But mm. um, it doesn't look like they've tried to work a gimmick into the game. Like Watch Dogs has got the um, has got the hacking. Assassin's Creed has free running. Other games have got like a thing. Do you know what I mean? A little gimmicky mechanic that they put in to make the games something different, something unique. And it, it doesn't look like they've tried to force anything like that into this game. They've just tried to make a balls out zombie shooter. Yeah, I, I think there's probably more to come on this. I have yeah. a feeling that there is. It, that it looks like a big deal to me. I love the fact that the the main guy in it. I'm going to move on from just a second. The, the the main guy in this is called Deacon, and he's a bounty hunter. Yeah. So let's just let's just imagine a world in which it's a zombie apocalypse, and you have to fight through zombies. Yet there are still bounties to be collected on. 
Yeah, but we all know that, that uh, in a zombie apocalypse, the, the zombies aren't usually the baddest things out there. It's no. Usually, it's no. other humans. Yeah. It's always yeah. other humans. There you go. All right, cool. Anybody else got anything to say about Days Gone? This kind of looks like it might be the next uh, Last of Us. Do you think? Yeah. 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 Do you think it's that story-driven? Because I didn't get that from the bit that I saw. I didn't see any of that kind of stuff. To be honest, they didn't show a lot of story. They just showed more of the actual gameplay and some of the mechanics. Give us more yeah. cinema cutscenes, you bastards. Not so much... <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe they're keeping it under their skirts so that when you get the game, it's just like... Ooh. Stories. <laughs> Stories. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, yeah. No, it could be good. Um, the... Yeah, well, the graphics look really, really nice in this, and I think that they were probably quite keen to show, as we said, the zombie swarming effect, which I thought was really impressive. It's the best I've seen in the game. This is um, um, PlayStation exclusive as well. Yeah. Next game on the list. Is anybody interested in this next game? Right. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, Elle's rubbing her hands. <laughs> what is this game, Elle, and why are you excited about it? Okay, I am both excited and not excited, and I will tell you why. Those are two opposite things, El. Yeah, I know. It's I've had very conflicted feelings about this game. Okay, confliction is good. Yeah. The Last Guardian, right? If you liked Ico and the Shadow of Colossus and you, like me, have been waiting fucking years for this game, you will know the feeling of anticipation that I feel. You will know the amount of want that I have to play this game. However, like <laughs> this this game has been through the fucking works in terms of like poor luck. Like it's just been pushed back and pushed back and a lot of the gameplay trailers haven't really been that exciting and I've been I've been trying to get so hyped for this game because I want to like it. The reason I liked Ico and the reason I like Shadow of Colossus is because they're interesting games in terms of uh, challenging the conventional way that you play games and what what you get out of them as well in terms of storyline and narrative. And I try not to be fussy about looks because, heck, I, I'm a nostalgic. I go back and play, you know, really shittily presented games. Um, for our time and I cannot help but feel slightly disappointed by the gameplay trailers that they've released because it looks like it was made on a GameCube yeah (laughs) that's the first thing that I thought when I saw this I was just like did they start making this 12 years ago it may may as well have been but yeah I I want so much this is the last guardian yeah yeah, yes, it is, 2009. Yeah. The first trailer for this was yeah, right. Okay, and I just, I, I, I want to like this game. I expect so much from it, and I'm so scared that I'm going to be disappointed. The right, the graphics look bad. Yeah, and it's not even look like they don't look cell shaded cartoon bad. They just kind of look, look bad, bad. Um, which is a shame, frankly, <laughs> and it's not doing a lot to help the game. Weirdly. Because the Guardian is this big, I don't even know what it is, like a cat, griffin, dog, bird thing. Um, When everything's zoomed out, so you see that, kind of looks all right. But when it zooms in, so you see the kind of, uh, the kid that you're playing as, yeah, that doesn't look so good. (laughs) It looks like he's, you know, like five polygons. Maybe they didn't have enough left after they'd made the big cat, bird, dog thing. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Uh, I think the instability of 
um, the development company, whatever, um, because they've been through like people leaving and all, all that kind of bad luck kind of shit. They've lost producers and team leaders and all that kind of jazz. And I think instability is bad for business. It's bad for businesses and it's bad for, um, making a product. You know, how can, how can you expect to be making a, a good product when you're in an unstable environment? And I just, I really hope. I hope they fucking polish it off. Yeah, this looks like a, a game that's been through a lot of um, trials and tribulations. It, it, as you yeah. say, there have been producers that have left the company. I'd imagine it's been shelved a few times. In I mean, this, 2009, we're talking seven, probably eight years in development. Um, yeah. And for it to be that long in development, something's gone seriously wrong. They've probably been yeah. through a few engine changes as well. Because I'm not even sure they have. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> from the looks of, from the looks of it it's the same one i um, i can't imagine there wouldn't be at it, least it looks one or like, two and the worst part is it's even even the stuff that they sh- they showed uh even the stuff they showed at 2015 as well you 2015 because this was around then um i i still can't get a feel for what the gameplay is mm. actually and this, it's the- and i've got a feeling it's probably very very varied but it's it feels like a game that has no identity because the marketing has got no identity. It's not. It doesn't know what it wants to be, and it doesn't really know how it wants to market itself to people either. And that says to me that the people who are making it don't really understand what they're doing. This anyway. looks like a game aimed squarely at the eastern market, the far east market. But this is the kind of thing that people over here, and certainly I would, Ico and all the rest of it, brilliant, brilliant games. Yeah. I, it's yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's one of those games that, as Al said, looks like, or when it first surfaced, it looked like it could have been so great. And unfortunately, we've got to the point now where somebody should have either killed it or started again. Oh, no. It can't always be bad. I mean, it could end up like Daikatana. Oh, no, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lewis, any opinion on this at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that pause in. <laughs> okay, fine. Look, we'll we'll move on from the Last Guardian, uh, and hopefully next year we'll have a little bit more uh, footage to show for the game. Still won't be out for another couple of years. So, <laughs> the next game on our list is anybody interested in the next game on our list? Holy shit! <laughs> oh, is this another L? I am Holy actually really. Shit. Can we say the name well? of the game first? Okay, so the name of this game is Horizon Zero Dawn, and this is another one that I think we saw last year? Um, yeah, snippets. Yeah, yeah saw so snippets of this last year, and there's been a big bunch of gameplay trailer goodiness that's come out this year. The I said this last year, I'm going to say it again. This looks like, um, the, the whole thing about this looks like Enslaved Odyssey to the West, which was an excellent, excellent game, but it's much more open world than that, and there's a lot more mm. going on in it by the looks of things. Um, who gasped the loudest at the beginning of this? Was it L? Yeah. Okay, Al, do you want to explain what this game is and why it looks so amazing? Okay, my body is so ready to hunt down <laughs> mechanical dinosaurs, okay? <laughs> I feel like there are many of us who have, you know, lived our life preparing for this moment <laughs> yep. where we get to hunt down, again, mechanical dinosaurs. Yeah. And, I don't know, prob- you know, using their bodies to make th- more things that you can use to hunt more mechanical dinosaurs. And you can hack them so you can ride them. 
Can you hack them? Line can of you, sight? Can you get on an elevator and hack them I, by only, using your phone? Only by line of sight, though. <laughs> 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 I was hoping they were going to break it then, but no, they're all right. They've stayed on board. No, right. I don't know anything about the storyline for this. Is this set in our future, or is this like a totally different world, or, or what the, is it? The future. It is the future, yeah. Yeah, okay. So this is this is a future where, for whatever reason, great big mechanical dinosaurs have taken over, um, and we have re- regressed back to like cavemen. Well, maybe not cavemen, but we've gone like back to a bit like, more primitive. Old, yeah, very primitive times. Um, and uh, and there's this woman that goes out and hunts them. Why does she hunt them? Out of interest. Uh, she's actually, from what I could tell from the gameplay trailer, she is trying to protect her village because. Uh, some of the robot dinosaurs are corrupting and there are other robots, possibly not dinosaurs, uh, that are corrupting these dinosaurs or other robot creatures. Right, and making them attack peeps. Uh, yeah, and making them attack stuff. Okay, right, no so worries. So instead of being blue, they're red. Okay, because that's how you that's tell how when it people works, have yeah. been corrupted. Yeah. Um, you can try that so down this, the pub on Saturday night. It works there. Yeah, as you well. can do, red eyes. No, I'm not serving you anymore. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> the firstly, it looked beautiful last year. It looks just as beautiful this year. It looks like they are. It's, it's actual gameplay footage, so presumably it's actually going to look like this. Um, hmm. It looks fantastic. Hmm. It looks absolutely brilliant. You can't get away from the little bit of Far Cry Primal look about it, hmm. although it is third person instead of first person. What's the deal with the whole kind of? Uh, she gets like a weird overlay thing, doesn't she? Uh, I don't even know what you'd call it, but she can she can see things. Oh yeah, highlighting points of the robot dinosaurs uh-huh. to attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But she's like a cyborg earpiece, isn't it? So they have some technology as well. Then it is an earpiece. Yeah, she can highlight specific targets on a machine. Yeah, disable the right, precision okay. shots. There you go. Bam, there you he knows the stuff. Uh, and I'm there's loads of scavenging. It, oh, she's, oh, she's okay. just reading it. There's loads of scavenging and there's lots of... It's, it's, it looks like a great mix, but the, it's the flow of the gameplay. And oh, the, it looks so the fucking way gorgeous. You go from fighting something that's just seemingly way too massive for you to ever take on and shooting at very specific parts of it till they blow off and then you blow off a bit of the gun that's been shooting at you with and then you pick that up and use that to shoot it a bit more and another bit blows it. It just looks brilliant. Do you want Monster Hunter but set in the future? Yeah, and not bad. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I still I still have the tune for cooking meat in my head. Are we going to get the whole tune? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. It looks really nice. It looks. Do you know what? I think the graphics go a long way to make this game look really good. But also the gameplay footage, the, the actual gameplay, the fighting, and all the rest of it looks really good. Um, I'm not massively up on the character animations. I've got to admit, but that's a smallish thing, and I'm sure it can be fixed. Um, and I'm interested to see how the long grass thing works because that's something that I love in games that have got great big lush green verdant kind mm. of landscapes. That's why it's I the like stealth this. elements of them. It's got that Far Cry feel to it for me. Yeah, it does. It's got. It's definitely got that kind of Far Cry feel to it. Kind of excited about this, L. Oh yeah, squee level, squee level nine. I am, I am pretty much d- just anticipating. Like there is proverbial figurative drool dripping from my grey matter. Just is like there, is there li- literal drool? Give it is to that- me. <laughs> 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 okay, so we're, we're at Defcon Squee. Um, the Lewis, you're interested in this as well. Yeah, I am a little bit. I um, I think I'll wait for a bit. I won't rush out a bite on the um on release but I'm quite looking forward to it yeah this is PlayStation 4 exclusive yeah 
as well. Was the Last Guardian PS4 exclusive? Uh, it yes. Was, I'm yes. pretty sure they can bring out the GameCube and it'll still yep. work. Um, <laughs> 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 all right, that's Horizon Zero Dawn. Looks really, really good. Looked great last year. Looks good this year. And that's coming out soon, is it? Is it early next year? February, February 28th. Next year. February 2017, that's coming out. Okay. Right then. Battlefront VR X-Wing Mission, which is possibly the worst title for a game I've ever come across. It's only a section of Battlefront. Yeah, it's a VR experience. I don't imagine it's going to be a full game. And it's going to be a lot of this with the PlayStation VR. When it first comes out, they've said 50 release titles up till Christmas after launch. And a lot of those are going to be... In the same way as it's been on the Oculus Rift and the same way as it's been on the on the Vive, they need to get titles out there and they need to get people to experience these things. So they're just putting out stuff that just is easy for them to put together, doesn't cost them too much, and is still a good experience. And it will be amazing. It, it will be amazing to be able to get into an X-Wing and, have, and go into combat. Do you do you fly it? Yes. You fly right, it with so your it's not, it's not just your Right, okay, fine. So it's, it's not actually you just sat there watching what's going on no 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 no. okay so essentially what we're looking at is elite dangerous no no elite dangerous is so much more elite dangerous is a full game (laughs) okay sorry what we're looking at is a really small portion of elite dangerous that's been out for absolutely ages okay can i move on from this to another another vr game because i really want to blast through these because i'm frankly not that interested uh batman arkham vr didn't really show very much no no don't know too much about vr no okay hashtag and that was about it great final fantasy vr experience it's just going to be, you could play as Pronto, which is a character, um, which is specifically for the Final Fantasy, but it's so far removed from the Final Fantasy universe that they might as well just call it something else completely right, okay. different. And the VR bit is, they don't even, didn't really even show very much about what you can do or anything about no, it. No, so. you, it's literally, you see, I think you see a monster and you see him look up at two guns and that's about it. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> So this was essentially, let's shoehorn as much VR stuff as we can possibly get into the conference yeah. without mm-hmm. actually much content. Exactly Yeah, that. pretty much. Excellent. Quickly then, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare. Anybody interested? Yes. I watched the trailer of this um, and didn't know what it was while I was watching really? it. Really? Yeah, is that why you're interested? Yes, because I was watching this and thinking, fucking hell, this is a great looking game. You get to fly around in spaceships shooting things in space and then you get you, you actually fly into this ship... And then you get out of it and you go, you've got this whole first person bit. This looks amazing. And then it went Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare. Oh, uh, I'm not sure what to think now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I may have been lied to for a short period of time just then. Hmm. Or maybe Um, I just wasn't paying attention. Well, no, because I've I've seen this. I've seen the Infinite Warfare. I don't know whether they call it a trailer or what. It, I would assume it's gameplay. It's footage. gameplay. It looks yeah. like gameplay. Yeah, it looks like gameplay footage. This looks about as far removed from a Call of Duty yeah. game as you could probably get. Which is great. <laughs> Which is just like it. So it's got um, it's got a, again another kind of Elite Dangerous star bit to it. Then you go out into space and you're flying around in free fall with like a tether, like a grappling tether mm. thing, and you're grappling to shards of ship that's exploded. Um, and then magnetic boots booting onto them, but then you're also grappling onto other people that are floating around and grappling them towards you and giving them a little bit of rip off your face mask because that's a lovely way to die. It looks interesting. It doesn't look like a Call of Duty game, which I guess is a good thing. It, it could be <laughs> a good thing. It could just be a good game on its own right, just because it's it could got be COD on the beginning of it. It doesn't mean no, it's a well, bad game. No, but I've said before I like the Call of Duty games. My problem with them is it's just getting a little bit monotonous and they're quite samey. And I know oh, that they go. did Advanced Warfare, but that was just a bit not not up my alley at all. 
and, I, and the Black Ops things, I don't get that at all. There's one particular bit in this that I actually really liked. Are you going to say the, he... the gravity grenade, aren't you? No. Well, oh, I love that cool. bit. No, it's the bit where he, he does a grapple onto a dude and does like a kind of melee combat thing where he rips the guy's mask off and kicks him away. Yeah. As he kicks him away, he momentarily lets go of his gun and it starts floating away from him and he has to snatch out and grab it and pull it back to him. It was all part of the animation and everything, but I thought it was a really nice touch. It looked very cool. I'm kind of interested in this. Yeah, I am very interested in this, actually. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I didn't think that I would be. But, and I'm surprised at how many other people are. I know there's been a lot of hoo-ha about the uh, the whole Call of Duty, everybody hating on them for what they've what they've done with the franchise. But I, if it's a good game, I don't really care. <laughs> do you, no, do you know what I'm fed up with with the Call of Duty franchise? Probably more than absolutely anything else. Just people that play it. No, I don't care about <laughs> multiplayer. I genuinely, yeah. I, I will play the multiplayer, and I certainly love the co-op. Oh, yeah, God, I certainly love the co-op. But um, but the I, I just I'm not bothered. And what they seem to th- keep doing, specifically with the uh, Black Ops side of things, is they just insist on showing multiplayer after multiplayer after multiplayer. And when you go to places like EGX, it's all they've got. Mm. You can't even try the single player experience. This was all single player all day long, mm. and it looked absolutely fantastic. So yeah, I'm in. And if it's got a decent co-op that isn't just a waves mode. I'm also even more in. When's it out? And the only reason people will buy it is because you get Modern Warfare remastered with it. <laughs> Do you know what? That might be true. But actually, that I thought that exact thing when I first heard that they were going to put Modern Warfare remastered with it. But now I'm looking at it, I can't help but think, that's a bonus. So now? if we get to play this at EGX this year... It'll all be oh, it'll all be multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never get you won't get to play any of the single player. It'll be, it'll be entirely multiplayer. But at least at least for the first kind of release video, they released a single player release video, and it just looks spectacular. So yeah, I'm in. I'm in. November the fourth, two thousand and sixteen, all platforms. And with that, we also said that. Uh, and the other thing, a weird thing about that is, all platforms includes PC. Yes. Which this is the first time that they're releasing. I believe the first time that they're releasing a Call of Duty game simultaneously on PC along with the other platforms. Because yes. usually you've got to wait absolutely ages for the PC version to come out. So. And then, then it only costs you a fiver. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully. <laughs> I'm wondering whether this is going to be at all linked to the whole Microsoft cross-play thing, where you buy it on Xbox 360 and you can play it on PC. Or the other one. Xbox One, maybe? That's what I meant. Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> Living so in the past. I am. And as Lewis said, as part of this, when you buy this game, you also get Call of Duty, which is uh, Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. It was just called Call of Duty Modern Warfare, wasn't it? Yeah. The remastered version of that game which was a brilliant game. So that looks super cool, and that looks really good, and actually has interested me an awful lot more than I thought it was going to. Right, the next one (laughs) is LEGO Star Wars The Force Awakens. A mediocre LEGO game of a mediocre movie. Oh, shut your face. (laughs) I knew that was going to get a rise from Lee. (laughs) There Uh, is a demo on PlayStation Network at the moment. Um, I think it might be out on Xbox as well, I'm not sure. It's a Lego game. No bad thing. Yeah, it's not are a bad they, thing. Are these ever changing now? I must have. I've I don't think they need to. I've gone off. The, well, they same games, different skin. Yeah, I know that they've got because they've got voice acting now, and they have much, much better animation and cutscenes and, and all this kind of stuff. But essentially, it's the same game. People are mm, must still no, be buying because, them. No, yeah. Well, I, I'm the same, but I know people are really interested yeah. in them. Lewis, what were you going to say? Um, they do include other mechanics, so you can do blaster stuff. Um, in this, you can um, crouch behind cover. Um, I know that's not a massive thing, but it's something different. Gears of War, a Lego isn't it? Game. Gears of Lego. Mm. 
Bricks mm. of War. I play that. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but you get to you get to fly. I know you've got. There's other mechanics in the, in the, in like either superhero games and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you can fly the Millennium Falcon. You shoot down Tie Fighters. It uh, compared to the film, it's quite good. Unfortunately, it still has the same issue that Lego Jurassic Park had or Jurassic World where the audio still has that weird echo to it so you can tell that it's been ripped straight from the film yeah oh, oh really no. so they're not they've not got the voice actors in or even tried to get somebody that sounds no. like them they've literally just ripped the speech audio from the movie yeah and if you play the Jurassic World Lego game the first 3 sections which are based on the first 3 films are the audio rubbish because you can tell that it's been ripped straight from the film. They've done this game after game after game as well. I do remember you saying this actually. Yeah. It's got to be a huge cost saving yeah. exercise. Oh god, it's oh, got to yeah. be massive. Unless they get in mm. voice actors that can do impressions, but then everybody would pull, uh, pull them up on that. I, I think this is the yeah, this is the best we're going to get from what they've got. Okay, right. From that to what I'm fully expecting to be Squee Factor 5. This is... I'm going to let Elle explain all of what this is, but the game is called Death Stranding. Uh, Elle, do you want to explain what the game is and why you're going to go super squee about it? Gather to me, children of darkness. <laughs> the father has returned. <laughs> if you, like me, have, you know, played with horror games for a while you will know who Hideo, Hideo Kojima is and you may have played the Silent Hill demo that he brought out a little while ago called PT wasn't it mm-hmm. yep which has now become Resident Evil amazing um, and I got I got really excited for it because again I will always get excited for a Silent Hill game I will play it I don't even care I am that engrossed in the Silent Hill games, because there are some pure, pure gold moments in them. Doesn't matter, like it can be a shit game, and then you'll have a like a golden moment where you're just like, Do you know what, this is this is this was worth it. So I will always have time for anything Kojima brings out, and you will probably have felt the um, the quakes that happened after my despair rage when Kojima fell out with. Uh, his, uh, everybody his, yeah like everyone and they removed him from from the the entirety of konami's website which was very sad um but all he needed was to come out on stage and be like basically be like i'm back and that was it that's all i needed but he came out with this absolute just absolutely not i i don't even know how to explain it it's so out there <laughs> <laughs> just what is going on death mm. stranding if you haven't seen it is norman Reedus because I'm, I'm naked crap with names yeah. very naked with a baby <laughs> very naked with a baby no that sounds weird when lee says it it's not like that he's actually no, no, attached he's... by an umbilical cord as well it's, yeah it's so weird and that's yeah. me saying it there are floating <laughs> people in the sky what the fuck is going on the smell of like, fish this is... So, oh shit, man! If there's got a fish in it, I'm just not gonna be comfortable with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so weird. It, it this video revealed nothing that I could take away and be like, do you know what? I know what's gonna go on with this game. Nope, don't have any fucking clue. It revealed the batshit crazy, detailed geekiness of yeah. Yokojima. People have been taking this uh, this video to pieces 
Uh, for instance, the dog tags that uh, Norman Reedus is wearing around his neck, they've yeah. got uh, formulas for um, quantum mechanics on. Yep. The Schwarzschild radius and Dirac equation. Yeah. Uh, to, to name a couple. Blows more, my motherfucking mind! There's, there's more stuff like that, and there's loads of things that are in the poster and then in the trailer that people keep disassembling. Yeah. That, there's, that actually it, makes layers. sense. Yeah, there's layers to this where eh, it just looked like a trailer or it just looks like a poster with some naked Norman Reedus, which, you know, I'm already on board. <laughs> but um, the when you put all of this stuff, it's just, it, it speaks to a level of detailed geekiness. If they can put that, that into you can a just game. Tell it, yeah, you, you can tell that you put this into the game and there's going to be all of the stuff that we love about the, uh, the Silent Hill games that's got this level of depth to it and if you can manage to pack that level of depth and craziness into something as short and as seemingly unrevealing as that trailer then that makes me kind of excited about the game I'm excited I, about it. I would hazard um i don't even know if this is going to be a horror game i don't even uh it's got it's got baby that disappears oh. and then baby handprints is a horror yeah, game. i know but okay for some people it could be horror maybe it it won't be as dark but um mainly because I, I'm really sad that Guillermo del Toro is not going to be involved in this because he he got really like shattered by PT not going forwards. Um, so he's not going to get involved in any video games anymore. He is a hero as well. Oh, he's a fucking babe. I would <laughs> marry that man. Hey, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting it out there. You're in. <laughs> Get but... This is this is not connected to PT. No, no, no. This is an entirely new thing, and, and also an entirely new thing that we know absolutely nothing about. But I'm so fucking excited. But it does look pretty cool, and in terms of style, it looks pretty cool. It does, yeah. And it's weirdly, it's PS4 and PC with no Xbox One. That is, is that weird? Bizarre. That is a bit. Isn't that a bit weird? Mm. If anything ever gets left out, ordinarily it's PC. But bizarrely, this is PC and PlayStation 4. I don't know why it's not coming out on Xbox One, or maybe it's just not immediately. But um, yeah, so at least pe- pe- people with PCs that aren't my PC get to play it. So, <laughs> cool. All right, that looks really good. And we've got, got past Squee Factor 5 without too many people getting killed, so I think we're quite happy Well about done, that. everybody. Thank you. Well done. Everybody give yourself a little pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ooh. last game. We need to get moving. The last game that I want to talk about, or we want to talk about very quickly is Spider-Man. The game that no one asked for. Excellent. Can we move on? No, not really. That's a bit unfair. There's a lot of people that are very excited about this. I'm not, but I'm speaking for the masses <laughs> okay. that yeah. I've heard. Can we okay, still move but, on? But that isn't what I said. <laughs> I said that no one asked for it. Just no. because it's been released, that means that everyone's very excited about it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be released. Is this... Right, now, this isn't based on the movies, no? No. This is just a Spider-Man, a standalone Spider-Man thing. game. Right, okay, fine. Um, he looks like he's wearing a backpack, which is a little bit weird. Um, I can't remember a Spider-Man game that I actually enjoyed. Oh, Spider-Man 2, nope. is it? 2? On the PlayStation 2? It was excellent. Nope. Is nah. it, did, did anyone <laughs> play the um, like cartoon uh, comic book style one? I can't remember what, which one that one. Oh, the cel-shaded one. Yeah. Uh, I did play that, actually. I quite enjoyed that one. Oh, that wasn't terrible. Like, yeah, all right. It, I'll give you that. Funny. I can't remember what it was called, though. Uh, yeah, it was all right. But I, uh, yeah, Spider-Man game. Yeah, Spider-Man's cool, but in my opinion, they've never managed to make him cool in the game. To be honest, I've got absolutely no interest in Spider-Man. Like, really? Oh, I quite yeah, like Spider-Man. He just no, doesn't. I like, 
I like Spider-Man, and I like the characters that are in Spider-Man as well, but just they just make a shit shower of it every time. <laughs> it turns into too much of a kid's comic book whenever they try and do anything with it, and I include movies in that. Mm. So, yeah, I'm interested in that, but I'm interested in the next Spider-Man movie, the actual Marvel movie, so, hmm, you never know, never know. Uh, other than that, interested at all? If Mysterio's in it, I'll buy it. <laughs> like, hands down, I will buy any game for like just a moment of Mysterio madness <laughs> well there you go in fact there's not much been released about it so if you want at least one sale <laughs> that's, that's the way to go yeah. Green Goblin and Mr. Negative apparently are the only ones right. in the trailer Green Goblin's bollocks and I have absolutely no idea who Mr. Negative is but he sounds really really uh, no, not very positive it's alright I can cut that out that's a dad joke. Wait, what? Put a bleep Right, look, we're done. We're in like 28 hours into this podcast now, so we're really going to have to call it a day. Before we finish on the great, big, massive, stupidly long E3 second episode, does, has anybody got anything else about E3 that they would like to talk about or mention very briefly? I'm out. Excellent. I'm going to take that silence as we're all fucking done. Mm, no. I mean, there are a couple of things that we haven't mentioned. So, obviously, the um, Zelda, the Breath of Fire from the Nintendo conference. Good point. Ooh, yes. Um, this is a very good point. However, I've got zero interest in Zelda. And I've they got spent good probably in Zelda. two hours talking about Zelda. Yeah. See, I've got really good interest in Zelda, actually, but they've got a tried and true history of not bringing Zelda games out on the PC, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, look, that's it. We're going to stop talking about E3 now. Um, this has been really long, so we're going to cut it right off. There's nothing else to talk about. Would everybody very briefly like to say where people can find them on Tintranets and then we will sign the fuck off. Lewis, where can people find you? Uh, at Louis underscore Kong on Twitter. Thank you. Lee, where can people find you? At ZZ Lee ZZ on Twitter. And L, where can people find you? At Escaping IRL. And you can find me at Zebwen, that's Z-E-B-W-N. You can find all of us and our posty posties on Twitter at ReadyP2. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash ReadyPlayer2. You can find our website on ReadyPlayer2, that's TWO.co.uk. You can find us on Acast. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on ThePalaceOfWisdom.co.uk. I think that's pretty much everywhere that you can find us. No, 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 no. Um, no, and, where else can we find us? And in the cupboard. No, we're not in the cupboard. dark. No, <laughs> <laughs> Where Elle Elle lives. It's just Elle in the It's just, it's just Elle in the cupboard with photos of Norman Reedus. <laughs> <laughs> and a torch. And that weird light gun for the PlayStation game. Um, <laughs> right, okay, look, I think that's appropriate time to stop. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hopefully this is going to chop down to a reasonably length episode, but we've all had enough now, so we're going to sign off. This is Ready Player 2 out for Ready, uh, Ready Player 2 episode 65. Are we on 65? 65. Yep. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Everybody are here. Yay. What, what? Also, my Chinese pop filter's here. Yay. Yay. Actually, my Chinese pop filter was here before the last podcast, but Hannah didn't tell me. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I win. Not sleepy. Excited and um, ebullient. God, I'm so full of energy. Maybe chewing gums will help. Hang on. No. That's a laxative, that is. No, that's a bad idea, because then I'll be chewing, and that's disgusting. No one wants to listen to chewing. Oh, no! This is what I wanted to avoid.
point. That's why I didn't go get the chewing gum. The dentist's really good. He's really, like, he's fine. He's very tentative, you know, being very careful, make sure not to cause you any pain. And she's there making your deep throat fucking Dyson. <laughs> like you didn't enjoy that. It was all right. By the way, what I just said does not need to find its way into the outtakes. <laughs> just saying. I'll keep that for my personal collection. <laughs> right, nobody's reading all of this now. Oh, why not? I no, like the not, picture. Because no, we, of... we don't have time. It'll get us in it's, the mood. It's, no, it's a time issue. It's a time, there's the, we're, no, limited by uh, time. Oh, I'll read it out then. No, we're not doing that either. Good grief. What, like Whoa. some kind of weird porn reading on the internet? No, we're not doing that either. Three, <laughs> two, one. Oh, I think we might be dangerously in time. <sighs> Oh. Was that, was that, sorry, was that, was that wearing you out a little bit? Else? No, I didn't know what you were going to do because we didn't confirm if, if it was the clap. So I thought we were going to do something different. And I, would I be love the only idea one that your clapped. hands were in your pockets just and you had to like, thrash just, them out quickly. Or just panic and clap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to do it again? Oh, we've lost her already. We've already done the clap. I'm just going to sit there and go... <laughs> yeah, what are we going to do? Oh, I just have interest. What were the alternatives that ran through your mind? I don't Actually, even know. <laughs> next time you're not going to get a three, two, one. We're just going to go clap. We're just going to clap. Oh <laughs> 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 I'm done. Oh, my God. Right, so at least 15 minutes of the next outtakes are going to just be L laughing. Right. <laughs> Let's just start with her laughing in the background. Yeah, okay. No, no. <laughs> and then she goes quiet suddenly. I love it. It was like panic <laughs> silence. I'm shaking. No, there's not the end. It's not a stop, is it? <laughs> it was my turn. Everybody else said a go. So they moved on to uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Which is way more in keeping with people being shot. Oh, <laughs> I will cut that out. <laughs> that is going... <laughs> Do you know what? I thought the aeroplane was flying in a good direction no, then. No, no gone, Captain Rich just took yeah, it, it into a nose dive. The boat was in troubled waters, we brought it out, and then he <laughs> torpedoed it. <laughs> Lee, you, you expressed a little bit of interest in the division, didn't you? No. L, you expressed a little bit. <laughs> Interestingly, it says that at the beginning of Hitler's diary as well. (laughs) 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 Right, shall we move on? Yeah, Yeah. let's do that. Let's do that thing. How did we go from such a nice game? Stop me if I'm wrong, right? You're wrong. I'll stop you. Stop. You're wrong. This is (laughs) a very short podcast. Just leave it there. Um... Is that is that what I was talking about earlier, El? Yeah, I sorry, I was on and mute was and being me. like, it's Artemis! It's Artemis! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why can no one hear me? <laughs> uh, it's those moments when you mute yourself and you're just like, why did I do that? Why did I do that thing? Also, if this gets into the outtakes, the, my favourite thing off of the things my girlfriend and I have argued about, is the way one should cut a kiwi fruit in half. What the fuck is wrong in your life that you're going to argue about how to cut a kiwi? That's negativity that you don't need in your life. Relationship tips here. We haven't got any soap in the bathroom for me to wash my hands with, so I just went up to the toilet and went to wash my hands. And 
the only stuff we've got is this like kids pepper pig uh like spray soap stuff basically it's like shaming frame anyway right. long story short wasn't paying attention i just put foam in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> because i had the nozzle pointed the wrong way how the fuck did you manage this? I lifted it up because I was trying to work out what I was supposed to do. I had my hand on the other side of it and it just sprayed straight into my mouth. Oh. So, yeah. Let's <clears throat> not tell anybody about that. Be right back. Rich ate soap. Shoe Right, we're back. And for the first time in the last few games, we're going to talk about... Actually, we're not back because we never went anywhere. <clears throat> Right then, the next game. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Fuck Final Fantasy. I think the world might end if I like a card game. Okay, right. From that to what I'm fully expecting to be. I think we should leave it there five. now. No, no, I will end you. <laughs> We're clearly into Squee Factor 5 now. But I'm so fucking excited. Blows my motherfucking mind. Gather to me, children of darkness. Oh, shut your face. Which I guess is a good thing. Oh, my God. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 